everybody, welcome to episode 139 of Video Game Apocalypse. I, as always, am your host, Michael Raparez. Who else is here in the kitchen studio with me? Christopher Antista. And special guest... Hi, it's me, Michael Groove. <laughs> and uh, even... Okay, go ahead. It's Brett. Hi. And even more special guest... It's me, Chris Waters. Wow. Yeah, that's, wow. that's my actual voice. It's like a cartoon enthusiasm kind of situation. Hi, everybody. Hi. I'm Chris Waters. You might know me from C. Waters on Twitter. Is that Gosh, that's is? wrong. Is, that what, is, is it? <laughs> no, it's C.T. Waters. C.T. Waters. It's, Everybody knows that. It's Big friend, Chris Antista. Fuck that. The T is for tyrant. It is. Crimson Waters. You know, there are some real social media-ly active Chris Waters is out there, and I'd like to send a special thank you to Chris Waters, the action hero, the reality show action hero, who played, like, they were like, you want to be a superhero? Remember that one a couple years ago? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was like major action. Wow. And then there's also a dude in, like, Texas real estate who is pretty on point. And I would like to thank the Bay Area's... Leading late '90s laser disc retailer that's for taking LaserTime.com. Uh, that's damn. really great, and it only gets more expensive <laughs> as the years go on. Why won't wow. they give it back? I don't know who to contact. They have their all their shit super hidden, but keep charging more and more for it the longer <laughs> we're alive. Wow! And we'll just probably never get it. And then I used to freak out about that. Turns out doesn't matter. Can it be a stretch goal? Uh, stretch goal. We'll get that two hundred thousand dollar LaserTime <laughs> URL. It's not that much. Uh, so, Brett, I'm sorry for not referring to you as the extra special guest, but you care. are now on the payroll. I'm nobody. Now. So. You're you're a regular as far as the audience is concerned. More or less, yeah. yeah. Uh, For our purposes I mean, this, here, this is still a big show, so it's we, we still got to like rotate people in and out. But yeah, this, yeah, this seems absolutely. like a pretty stacked show. No, it's a huge. You want to just it's, it's who do you want, Dave or Henry, to come in? Uh, anybody. Dave, Henry, are you available? Are you guys? <laughs> yeah, they're both in the other room. Actually, writing an article that is uh, sort of tied to the content New of releases. the show. Yeah. Ah. Oh, yes, that too. May come right. to... I was just writing about Be the Pinata. It's a really <gasps> good game. It oh. is. Oh, Did man. you hear what Chris was saying earlier? Mm-hmm. I am very offended. I, what? I was channeling someone else. <laughs> they won't have heard that, that. one works every time <laughs> yes. but Chris Waters is our extra special guest because <gasps> you are here not just to shoot the shit this week but because you have something very specific to promote that's true Michael I wrote a book you I, wrote a fucking book dude I wrote a book I just that's learned amazing. about this what is it called <laughs> It's called The Gamer's Bucket List. 50 video games to play before you die. I am going to be so embarrassed if I've played less than 10 of them. I have a feeling that is the case, though. You think? No. That's not the kind of book We're going to go through all 50 of them right now. This book is not... (laughs) It's not like a... I'm going to stump Chris Antista, avid gamer, and uh, make him like... It's not about like, stumping I can't, sh- I can't die until I play all these games. Not that you I haven't, haven't played Odomedius. It's, it's, it's like, talk, like I'm a huge movie fan. You seen Casablanca? Let's talk about something else. <laughs> but, like, uh, it'll be one of those, I have stump a feeling. Stump his brain. Okay. Make like, if him it's like, humble. It, if it's like Starcraft, I'm screwed. I'm screwed. Yeah, StarCraft is on there. Yeah, oh, Starcraft God! Is in there. I knew it. I knew it. All right, nine more. StarCraft War- 2, actually. Starcraft. War- Warcraft 2? Mm-hmm. Warcraft 2? No. No, oh, damn. No, that's my. Uh, not a lot of RTS is allocated. Yeah, that, that's the barrier is too high. I was I trying to cast the net sure. pretty wide. This sure. is the kind of book that like I want to appeal to people who love video games, and then people who are like, "Hey, this person in my life really loves video games. Mm-hmm. I don't really know that much about video games. It'd be cool to like know a little bit more about them." No, yeah. mm-hmm. like this. It's like I wrote it in a way that's like cast the net wide in terms of prospective audience because. Listen, like, video games can be enjoyed by everybody. Mm-hmm. No. no. Yeah. They can only be enjoyed by gamers. Yes. <laughs> Who aren't women. <laughs> no. 
I gotta assume portals. I guess that still hurts too much. Uh, portal two. Okay. I put in there. Okay. Yeah, I, did, I wasn't too precious about like uh, games with like retro cre- like if if a game like was great and then its sequel was like equally great or a little bit better. Mm-hmm, like sure. I would choose the sequel mm-hmm. as opposed to the original, right. just because it's like. Maybe it's on a later platform. Maybe right. like I chose God of War three over God of War two, which some of my coworkers were like running me up the flagpole for. Really? That's a negative term. I think right? I think God of War three is is objectively the best. I mean, it's just you don't way- you don't get the whole God of War story, and like by that point, Kratos has just been boiled down to his bare rage and has none of the complexities that he had in the I first two games. That- but it's still objectively <laughs> the best game. It has more to do with people of our generation having played God of War two more. Mm. Rather than mm. seeing how much it was refined I and improved, completely forgot God of War, War existed. <laughs> Stop it! I, I Brett never played it. Yeah. I played the first one and was like, "That's fine," yeah. and then they kept making them. Oh, and I didn't need any more. <laughs> you make it sound like it's Madden. Like there's been like four. Well, well, well. There hasn't been any in many years now. But like for like five years straight, it was like here's a PSP one, here's another PSP it one, is the here's only... two, here's three. Here's a re- he's a remaster of the PSP one. It you was weren't just... getting in on that PSP no. rage action. Well, no, because that was Michael's job for several years. That's true. It was it to was. endure the PSP, and and the rage was generated by having to cover the PSP as a platform <laughs> and having to change your business card to read UMD Pooba. <laughs> 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 I wish that was a thing. I I want like I want to hold a bad contest, and I will go to Best Buy right it's my now. Favorite Lady Gaga song. And favorite. buy and buy out the rest of their stock of Viva La Bam <laughs> season season two volume six. Oh come on, they threw that out. They have ago. not. They're fourteen ninety nine for two episodes no. on a UMD. People send me pictures all the time. I tweet it every time I Can go. Can I still buy the first episode of Lost for $20? <laughs> God damn it. Just the first episode. <laughs> to play it in 480i. <laughs> on a, uh, excuse me, 480u? Or have a, a unique, a unique oh, resolution. Not a, I, don't, uh, I don't know. Well, I, like a UMD, I had a delightful UMD moment the mm-hmm. other day. Or I was driving my mom around uh, scenic Marin. You know mm-hmm. the Marin headlands oh, you drive? Mm-hmm. You get these gorgeous Indoor. views. Yeah, close to Endor, we were up on the cliffs, so it was more like a seaside situation. You were outdoors. Yeah, and we like go to walk down this trail. Time today. There's a, then there's just like a discarded UMD. On the side <laughs> of the like, what series of circumstances led to someone tossing a UMD wow. way the hell out but here? But what was it? It was, it was, uh, I think it was shredded, like I couldn't, uh, it was down in a ditch, I could recognize it as a UMD, but I didn't want to like wade down there. I would, yeah, I would like to think it was like a real sad goodbye, like like some really zen art of yeah. tidiness, I appreciate everything you brought into my life. Uh, need for speed dirt, but I'm going <laughs> that's actually not a game. No, um, dude, you have to let go, throw away her dirt. UMD. <laughs> let her go. What happened? I brought your UMD to a farm so I could play with other UMDs, and meanwhile, it was kicked out of a car in Marin, it's just ninety miles an hour. Some kid there, yeah. The parent still has the car running. The kid is there with like one super calloused thumb, just like I have to get rid of you. My parents say. So where can people get this book? So yeah, yeah so the gamers bucket list, man. It's like uh, you could get it. They're like. So I, it's actually uh, this isn't like a self-publishing deal. The opportunity mm-hmm. came to me through a publisher. Uh, and so they like have agents and crews right. that were like selling this to retailers. So mm-hmm. like Barnes and Noble is going to be stocking some. Oh shit! Whatever wow. the Canadian version of Barnes and Noble Are you is, going to be Barnes some. and Noble, I think. Canada can read. <laughs> <laughs> it's the wettest I've ever been. Are you- <laughs> 
<laughs> Mr. Shoujo Pig. Uh, are you, are you going to be doing these signings? Anywhere? I told them I was totally down to do any like book events mm-hmm. at, at all, and they were like, "Yeah, uh, we'll see what we can do. There might be something in the I, Bay Area." I, I, I aspire like to be the sad guy not signing autographs. I know. I would love to sit at a table and have like people walk by and look at me furtively for a little while. Yeah, and just ask you, you where the pop figures are. <laughs> you have to have signings store. at Target and Best Buy in front of banks of televisions on which you are. Oh yes, uh, I gotta go to the Target bank because yeah, yeah. now it's not just one like TV you... in the game section; it's in the TV section where it's like twelve of me yeah. in Was different that... uh, spectrums, so you can see what I would look like. Pastier, yeah. pinker, which are things that I did not think I could actually Sepia? physically be. <laughs> That's got to be surreal. It is very odd. So I wanted to talk about some of the selections that you put into the book. Like these seem to be games that are all accessible now. Like that was another thing I kind of wanted to focus on. Like back to the sort of God of War two versus three. Like it's more likely that you're going to have access to a PS three or like that kind of. That accessibility is important to me because I want people to like get to pick up this book and be like, wow, that sounds really cool. Mm-hmm. How can I play it? Yeah, well, like, it's Pac-Man versus on the GameCube. You need to get a GameCube. Right, you need to get yeah. a Game a GBA. Oh, that kind you need of accessibility. Or like if you say Snatcher, it's like, well, uh, first of all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so it's like, and also, it's, so it's that kind of accessibility. Mm-hmm. Like the only sort of concession to peripherals I made was a Rock Band, was Rock Band 3, just because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I felt the, the rhythm genre had to be represented mm-hmm. yeah. uh, in that way. But... Also, in terms of more modern consoles, like it definitely, definitely tends to skew a little bit more modern. Mm-hmm. Uh, the whole uh, and there's 50 games. I chose them myself. Uh, I didn't rank them in order, sure. except for I put Spelunky at the beginning because I had to choose one to put at the beginning, and Spelunky's like one of my favorites ever. Mm-hmm. But then I literally went to like I Googled number randomizer <laughs> and put it in, <laughs> and that's the order of the book. Ah. Um, but yeah, I think that I thought that like I don't I don't want this to be like a. a a historical document, you know, something mm-hmm. that you read to like learn a lot more about the history of games in a sort of a d- yeah. detached way. I want it to be more immediate. No, we, we uh, I, well, I loved our hundred when we were at Radar. We did the hundred best games feature, and it was kind of the exact same criteria. Like, what's most playable right now? What would someone instantly like? Oh, you were right. That is good. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Rather than this yeah. is historically important because then Pong would be on every list, and you would be the asshole who recommended somebody play Pong in 2015. Yeah, find it. Find a dusty old arcade cabinet somewhere. I well, love, that's how, like and play Frogger. with those knobs. Or like how there there were some like Zelda games where like mm-hmm. we put Link to the Past and Twilight Princess were our Zelda games because mm-hmm. it's like Ocarina. The 3DS one obviously wasn't wasn't out at the time yeah. and, and and solved some of those things, but it was like. At the time, playing the N64 version wasn't the easiest thing in the world to do. Yeah, and it's also like they and they improved on the interface, the way you can swap between items. You would and, walk away saying mm-hmm. Zelda is good by that one recommendation. Yeah, and Wind but Waker was at I the time it. are like this is the one, and I think Twilight Princess might have been in there somewhere. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, but yeah, I totally agree. Like it, it, when you're when you're trying to reach wide, it's you can't get super specific. It was the first. On an NES, it's like, well, you can get it thankfully through other means. Yeah, virtual console, like virtual Super console. Metroid, for example, you can yeah. get it on Wii U. Mm-hmm. Some of the porn sites I go to say I can play it in the browser. Uh, oh, nice. <laughs> and want me to watch a clip of it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and have Lois Griffin holding it oh, dong. I just install nice. a plug nice. in. It's totally go to the same site. That's crazy. <laughs> play Pokemon up. now, <laughs> and it's Lois Griffin. Um, it's when the Cleveland show was still. <laughs> I want, I want to talk also about, because you, you have some games from this year. Oh, so yeah. what, what kind really? of time frame like did you write one? this on? How did you know Fallout 4 was going to be that good? Oh, <laughs> I, kinda, I, there's, I didn't put Fallout 4 in there. I, 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 like, so the time frame just... was uh, like early, 
Like like mid July, I got the the email from my friend. Like, hey, this is uh, an opportunity. Do you want? Are you interested? And I was like, okay, well, yeah, well hell yeah, I definitely want to try to write a book. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. So then, uh, because I work for Gamespot and Gamespot's owned by CBS Corporation, like. I knew that mm-hmm. HR was going to be an issue to surmount because, right. like, you had to put the Big Bang Mobile Theory. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah. know where that joke was going to go. Get, you know, uh, yeah. Two broke girls, the free to play game. Uh, there's got to be CSI games galore. Is that even a yeah. CBS property? Like there are 60 minutes. I was going to ask why, why 48 of the games were CSI games, but <laughs> they're quality entertainments. CBS. Quality ah. programming. Mm. So they deal. So like that took a week or two to like run that through the HR department. Basically, you know, they decided like, okay, yeah, you do this in your spare time. That's sure. cool. Don't use work computers. Don't use work time. Don't like ask your coworkers to write any of that stuff for you. I'm right. Like, no. Okay. Yeah. I got, I got that. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine with that. Don't use work assets. I am trying to remember the thing I just saw recently was a publication. Wait, it was your fucking. It was Brett brought his old reviews in from the newspaper, mm. and the only screenshots that existed. Yeah. For what game? It, it was Enter the Matrix. I Enter think. the Matrix wow. is just a picture in the newspaper with a giant GameSpot logo on the picture, printed <laughs> in the paper, <laughs> and like get watermark. Yeah, but, but that's, that's the point. Like, it's a watermark. I'm like, that's where I got the picture. It's it's 2003. Where do you want me to where, get? A where am I supposed to get a picture? <laughs> yeah, Everybody you, was watermarking. That's attribution, Brent, baby. You crop out the watermarks and you just have an uh, extra big screenshot. <laughs> no, not not in 2003. Didn't that watermark was all huge. the time. <laughs> yeah, it's and just, like in color, like uh, yeah, it was yeah. not the. It it's was a like, black and white photo of a PS2 game. Let's start with that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what kind of indication are you getting? Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, so it was. Yeah. So then, it, by by like the beginning of August, I was starting, and like the due date was Labor Day. So I had about five weeks to write, uh, to choose fifty games and write three hundred words on each one. Mm-hmm. And so I uh, I like literally sat down with my wife, and we were like, "Is this going to be doable? Schedule-wise?" Like I drew out a calendar mm-hmm. and was like, "Okay, I can write like two to three this night, two to three this night." I'll like. Uh, this weekend day, I'm gonna get like five to seven, like predicting how long it would Damn. take me to write them. But so you wrote 47 like... on Labor Day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the like it, the ones, the my most prolific writing days were early on because I got mm-hmm. to cherry pick from the list sure, of yeah. like the ones that I could just knock out and mm-hmm. that I knew really well, and and others I had to like refresh my memory, like go back, mm-hmm. look at them, you know, read about them a little bit, like, you know, just sort of jog the memory and decide sort of what angle right. I wanted Second to take. Second Life, you gotta research that. Exactly, <laughs> like, what is the current state mm-hmm. of Second Life 2? Because it's been so many things for me for and, so long. And I yeah. love that they put the 2 for the, instead of the S on Second Life 2. That's, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's right. How long will it take to download all these World of Warcraft patch updates? Yeah, I wow. think that the... Well, you didn't, you didn't include any MMOs, right? So, yeah, that, yeah. Well, that was one of the other restrictions I sort of laid out for myself, and I talked about this in the Thank foreword, you. was like... Hey, FF14. Was like, yeah. okay, like, I don't know, you guys, just you guys are, roof. You guys are well acquainted with mm-hmm. making lists. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, sure. oh, yes. And the broader your list, like, say, great video games, <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, like, impossible to, yeah, like, yeah. narrow down. So, so I had to set some restrictions. But, so but basically, you talk about accessibility, like, a lot of the things you might be talking about in an MMO yeah. aren't even available anymore. What's the state of EverQuest 1? Right. And, and am I authority on the way it looks now? And the same goes for stuff like Battlefield or mm-hmm. Call of Duty, like... That you know the most recent one might be active now, but like you get this book in a year yeah. or something, like yeah, totally. that game's not going to be the same. Mm-hmm. So I just like said, listen, if like the primary way this, that this game is excellent is mm-hmm. because of its online yeah. component, 
I left it off the list. Yeah. Like, I, I still put, like, The Last of Us Remastered is in there, and that has sure. a great online multiplayer mode. Like, yeah. that competitive multiplayer is so brutal. Factions? Is that I what love... it's called? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah it was. Because uh, you had that Facebook integration. But it was, like, I thought that was really great, but I included The Last of Us because of, you know, the campaign mm-hmm. and because of uh, Left Behind. That's kind of feel mm-hmm. about Left 4 Dead. Because of like, the feels. Like, Left 4 Dead is one of my yeah. favorite games of the last generation, mm-hmm. like, easily, but... It's hard to like justify. I still have both the discs, and it's like it's really hard to justify this because this game shines only multiplayer. Yeah. Like co-op, yeah. you need four, you need three other people. You're trying to rock it on a 360 and 2016. Yeah, and like without it's... that, it's like why am I even hanging on to this disc? Like it, I will literally never play this mm-hmm. again. Um, Get it yeah. on PC. It's probably on sale for a nickel. That's right now, probably true. Huh. If you have a PC, mm-hmm. Valve has probably given it to you for free. Wow, if you have a Steam account, that's like, true. Huh? You know? huh. So I'm I'm really curious also like. So you you came up with the the list of fifty like off the top of your head like was was there ever like somebody from the publisher coming and saying like my brother in law I programmed this game <laughs> I think you should take I a think look it's at really good no they were really great it's called like, Donkey Kong the Temple Run Kim Crush Kardashian gets to unlock Jet a bunch pack. of outfits it's awesome everybody's <laughs> talking about it I they were really great about like I sent the list in and there were people were like. The, the the editor I was working with came back and was like, uh, you're, you're causing some opinions in the office here. Like, some uh, opinions? People, people are like, uh, you know, shocked to see, like, they're really hoping for a Fallout game in there. Or they're shocked to not see this. Where's Pac-Man? Uh, and, uh, you know, so... But <laughs> what they, do you got against Blinks the Cat, man? But that Come was, on! But they're really good about just like, hey, you know, my, my sort of... It's like, people are gonna talk about what games are on and what are not. That's mm. the nature of all lists. Yes. So, you yeah, know, yeah. like, hey, all right, yeah. So you're going to look at the why com- people still listen to Does us. Does your book have a comment section where people can write <laughs> can write their own can write their own comments in? It has a it has like a list at the end that's like uh, your own like that you can like fill in like how many stars you rate each game that you've played in oh, your wow. bucket list like oh, you can tally like what you've done. How many of them had are, you uh, Are you worried about a Barnes and Noble getting doxxed? <laughs> <laughs> what? Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I did put my Twitter handle in there, and I was like, "Hey, if you got, you know, like, sh- tell me how much, tell me a, like a great time you had playing this game, or like, ask me politely why there's not the game. This game is not on the list. Contact me on Twitter. I'd like yeah. seeing I'll Bubble ex- Bobble representative, but that was the wrong game. I'll explain it to you in less than a hundred characters. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have a real good conversation yeah. about it. And uh, were there any Christopher game- Waters? I am very unsatisfied with the book that I purchased. Parentheses one slash thirty seven. You are wrong. Just that like, was actually the worst Okami game. Just like screenshots of their like, text diatribes. Were there, were there any games on here that you were just like com- came in completely cold? Where you're like, I know this belongs on here, but I don't know anything about this game. Yeah, there were a few because I wanted this to. Ooh. You know, like, I have a pretty broad gaming sure. experience, but we all have our limits, you yeah. know? And so, like, Final Fantasy is, mm-hmm. is a whole world what that I, like, fu- have not... What like, the I played, I played one Final Fantasy game. Which, Which one? one? It was Final Fantasy... 13-3? Or 2? Lightning nice. Returns, whichever oh, one that was. That's completely the best. But like, you, you include, you include the best choice. <laughs> <laughs> you include the best Final Fantasy. <laughs> so I put Final Fantasy 6 in there, because Man, that's there the one mm-hmm. that, like, yeah. And now everybody's now Brett's again. back on board. All right, I'm on board. And this, is, and this is sort of, I you know, I came up with most of the list myself, but then, uh, you know, I consulted, like, former coworkers of mine, like, from the reviews team of GameSpot, Kevin Van Orden, Carolyn mm-hmm. Pettit, and Tom McShay, like, are like essential in terms of like balancing yeah. out my experiences, and then like I have some really good friends who are really into games. So I like mm-hmm. over dinner one night was like, so which ones would you guys want to see on here and stuff like that? And that allowed me to like 
get a broader sort of, oh, I didn't, I didn't think about that one. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I should really mm-hmm. include something along those lines. I had a, I had a uh, stupid follow-up yeah. question to that. Is there a game, just for whatever reason, you end up playing? What's the game you played the longest I as a result the of writing this? longest? Oh, I didn't actually play any games for the purposes of writing mm. this book. Like, I had played them. Uh, I did not have time to play games because I was like, mm-hmm. uh, like literally every free night I was writing for two to three hours, and then on weekends for like five to seven hours. Mm. So I didn't like fire up games and research. I played Rocket League to de-stress, ah. and Rocket League is on there because mm-hmm. that game is yes. incredible. Like I said, games that came out this year. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I, yeah I wanted yeah. to mention Rocket League so, I mean, earlier when book, you said that. It gives and... the book a you know a, a shelf life, a literal shelf life uh, <laughs> that. You know, Rocket League will be easily attainable for at least five more years. So it's like the book can kind of hang out for a while. I certainly hope so. Whereas yeah. if you put a lot of... I mean, it's a good thing that it came out at, at, you know, sort of the beginning of a console cycle. So that anything in there that's... Number one, World of Tanks. Stuff like... <laughs> but also stuff that's like Xbox 360 and PS3. Like, mm-hmm. that's like... You, if you haven't played video games a lot recently, like, get yourself one of those systems. And get yeah. those libraries. Hmm. Like, that's your way to, like, experiencing yeah. so much awesome stuff. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, get a PC and then... Yeah, or a bone. They're backwards compatible, kind of now. Kind of, sort of. Have you played any backwards compatible bone yet? I I, I have gone on record saying Mm. I uh, I'm not going to be interested in that for a fourth time. I never use backwards compatibility almost ever, except for research for writing. I would never pop in a PS1 game on my PS3. That never happened. Unless I I did play through Eco once, and then and then like the next week they announced. The HD, yeah, like, and I'm a, like you. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I had sat. I mean, I played through it back in the day, and I was just like, you know, there was a week at Radar where I took like a week a staycation, and I was like, I'm gonna play through Eco again, and I was like, this is still so great. And then the next week, I'm, God damn it, <laughs> I could have seen it even prettier. That also, was something else I kind of resisted. Was like, I wanted to put on like mm-hmm. Shadow of Colossus and Eco like combo, but I felt mm-hmm. like that was kind of cheating. Like I didn't do. I mean, as I a package, like, you can't argue with that. You know, like the like... Master Chief Collection, yeah. I felt like, all right, uh, I'm just gonna go with Combat Evolved. I totally would have cheated. Like we that. cheat like that all the time in our list, man. It's a good cheat. It's, it's a good cheat. Uh, which Tomb Raider did you put on the list? I did not put a Tomb Raider on the list. <gasps> oh my goodness! And yes. if, but if I had to, I would have chosen the most recent. Yeah, probably so. Yeah. From yeah. Crystal Dynamics because I. Oh, so Mega Man 2, it. I assume, of yeah, all the Mega Man. It was. It was right. Mega Man 2. Right. Yeah. Uh, Super Metroid, I gotta assume, is on there. Yes, it okay. is. It is. Which, how many Mario games? Uh, Mario appears in at least three. At least three. Four. Okay, so 64. No. What the... <laughs> That's... The book is... Okay, like, so like... So I'll use this book Galaxy to power two. my house. <laughs> yeah, so 64 or Galaxy 2. Like, uh, what does 64 do one? that, like, Galaxy 2 does not? Uh, excuse me? <laughs> Blur? So, like, that's a good example of, like, accessibility yeah. sort of winning sure. over, right? You know? All right. So Mario Not winning over Brett, but, you know, uh, winning Super Mario over. World. And the latest uh, Mario Ultra Smash tennis. Um, uh, that. that puts Smash Bros. in there and Mario Kart. Which one? From the Wii U. Mm. That's, that's a, yes. a good one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's and, you, and you use awesome. that Zelda, or they use that Zelda screenshot, which is pretty great. Oh yeah, which uh, Zelda? Is, which Zelda did you put? It's in there? no, it's I mean, it's Link driving. Link driving. The, oh yeah, 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 I got that. Yeah. yeah, but is that your Zelda entry? Is Mar- is Link driving a Mario? No, uh, you actually <laughs> mentioned the Zelda entry uh, earlier. Twin- it's <laughs> Ocarina of Time mm. 3D. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes. I thought that was a great like they they improved the right parts of it mm. and streamlined the right things, but mm-hmm. it's very much a, this, a huge portion of it is the same so you don't have to worry about like well 
N64 one did this part better or yeah. whatever. So I might, I might. I really liked it a lot. I usually on the holidays. There's almost. There, I've been fortunate enough to have a Zelda game to play every holiday break, except for this one because it's all long, multiplayer right? yeah. for a while. Like it, it happened. Did you last... finish Majora's Mask from earlier this I year? I did not. But go. I also never finished uh, Ocarina oh, at all. Good. And like because I love the 3D, I turned it on. I kept getting sick. It kept going away. And now I have the new 3DS that tracks my fucking face. And I might I might check that out mm. way back. Yeah. I just thought about that. I reviewed that Ocarina game on my old 3DS, and it was still just like, yeah, this is like good. a really good. That was one of the last big games I reviewed here. before I left for Capcom. Actually, was uh, and the, the nicest 3D. Nintendo's ever been with assets. Remember, they let us run. They let me do all kinds. They, of they shit let us run there. the 64 version next to like they helped us set it up. Yeah, like I did and, a bunch of screenshot oh, comparisons really? yeah. and resize back things, before like, like everybody could do that on YouTube, and you yeah. couldn't really capture 3DS games. Nintendo had to help yeah. us. With I this. mean, yeah, uh, they, uh, yeah, yeah. The, the 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 PR team at Nintendo's great, so they helped us. Uh, Set those so features up. What can Good. what can players get by pre-ordering your book? Oh yeah, the pre-order bonus is a uh, <laughs> heartfelt thank you from me uh, when you tell me I will take Jakku I'll, you DLC. Know a I deep will... warm sense of satisfaction. <laughs> How about this exclusive offer for the Vigigame Game Apocalypse listeners here? Ooh. If you tweet at me at CT Waters Ooh. that you have pre-ordered the book, I will send you a selfie. Exclusive <laughs> selfie for wow. you. That's, that's two T's in Waters, yeah. by the way. Yeah, C-T-W-A-T-T-E-R-S. Can, can you write their name on today's newspaper? <laughs> I Assuming can... you can find today's <laughs> newspaper? <laughs> yeah, can you tell, point me to a newspaper? That's the hardest part of Where the whole thing. Like, this man takes know. great selfie, by the way. That, yeah. That's, that's be true. Great. He does. I do remember for like a full year, you were every day talking. Like, did you stream Spelunky every day? We did do that for a for quite a for a spell, yeah. It for was not it was not anywhere close to the amount of Spelunky that we actually played for okay. as long as we did. Like, right. l- like it was t- a two year stretch or something. I was playing that game on, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and in all my spare moments. Uh, but oh, Spelunky's I wish I could do so it with good. Monster Hunter. It's just so damn difficult. 3ds. But yeah, so like you guys can pre-order my book on Amazon. I really appreciate it. It's called The Gamer's Bucket List. We'll throw you a link at the bottom of this uh, page at this podcast. And if yes, they absolutely. do it through our own Amazon link, Chris, what happens? Ooh. Everybody makes money. <laughs> Make sure you put that shit on the front page. Yeah. Where? Sure. Uh, when does it actually release? So the physical copies will start shipping in a week uh, oh on goodness. Tuesday, the oh 24th. My. Oh my God. And then uh, for those of you, and I know there are, I've already gotten a lot of questions about this on Twitter, there will be a digital edition. No! Uh, but that information on that's being announced in a, a little later. Uh, the Kindle app by the is really good. I, I bought like a, a WrestleMania book that normally is this like hardcover, huge thirty dollars book, but the digital version was cheaper oh. and like worked great. You when see, you, you say see? the Kindle app, do you mean a literal Kindle? No, it was a Kindle no. app on iPad. Oh, okay, on iPad. It's how I'm nice. currently reading uh, Ren and Stimpy oral Jesus history, Christ. Sick Little Monkeys. God damn it. I, Jesus Christ. Dude, I got the iPhones. I've been reading it just like this. It's Come great. On. I read Stone Cold's biography that way. Like, I, I thought I could only read on my iPad. I, look, you I see did, my house. I do not buy physical things That's... whenever I can anymore. What oh, are you talking wait, about? You, oh, yeah. I've seen your house. Does yes. that room re- oh. represent some form of restraint on your part? Because <laughs> you that is not immediately all the, apparent. All the restraint is on my phone. It, like, you need uh. all these HD DVDs? <laughs> Look, there are only 70 of them. Do you need Driven on HD DVDs? Yes. That's, it's, 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 a, it's a great double feature with cat people. <laughs> Which I is also why you have DVD. why you have four versions of the Matrix trilogy is beyond me. I don't. I have just have no. I don't. He just has you the version just, that I just have in three. Fox's I did, I trilogy head. of the trilogy. One of them I mean, is the Animatrix. <laughs> you find it on HD. <laughs> 
Uh, Alright, so Chris, are you ready to stick around and help us with one of our lists? It would be my great pleasure. Aww. Great, because we got 50 things we're going to rank <laughs> before we're done. Let's get to ranking. Well, number one, but... Divide that by ten and you'll have the right number. Our top five this week is actually uh, more reflective of something happening early next week. The Xbox 360 is turning ten. It will be ten years since you that believe, thing launched. Can you believe the 360 can vote? In the Nickelodeon Choice Awards. No, so the 360 turning 10. Uh, hang on, let me open my beer. Yes, let me tell do. you why you're wrong. Waters with the Christmas beer, by the way. Thank you so much. You. I love oh, Christmas yeah, man. beer. Fireside chat. I figured it was appropriate for the Thank chat you. that we were going to have tonight, and Art. hopefully there will be no fires. <laughs> so, uh, I mentioned this on a stream we did recently, but this is uh, the 360 launching is synonymous with, for me with we're starting a Games Radar mm-hmm. and then also moving to California and like my whole life changing. And barely a week into Radar, like you started, Michael, mm-hmm. and yep. then uh, like Dan Amrick and Gabe Graziani, who's now at Ubisoft, also uh, they went and stood in line for the Xbox, and like that was my first week here was Goblet of Fire coming out of theaters. Who cares? And then also the 360 launching. So I have this weird connection to that specific. Like the launch was kind of lame, but then in hindsight, it but looks then we, amazing. But then, but then we all we all met through the life yeah. cycle of this. Of this era, the yep. 360, PS3, and Wii yeah, is yeah, like yeah. that's when all of this shit happened. Like from Talk Radar to Radar to it's Laser worth, Time, Ninja Apocalypse, like all this happened right while, around then. Uh, yeah. While all the, so that's why this generation, despite being one that like I have no childhood nostalgia or teen mm-hmm. nostalgia or college nostalgia, I have no. I was an adult post grad. Mm-hmm. A salaried employee, but it's a di- completely different experience. So that's why you'll see on Laser Time this week we're going to cover kind of the hell out of this thing, I and it's it because it comes <laughs> it, co- it falls under this very different kind of nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it, I just told that story this week uh, on bonus time. I think I went into Target trying to take advantage of their buy two get one free with Rise of the Tomb Raider, and I was like, I'd like Rise of the Tomb Raider as well. And he's like, mm, I think we're out of it. I'm like, I don't think so. I saw it over there, and he's like, Oh, did you mean this one? Lifts up the tag. And it says Xbox 360. And I shouted... What? Ew! <laughs> no! That's, I don't want... <laughs> that's the one without the campaign. It's no, just the I don't want... But, like, but it's 10 years released to the day. Yeah. A brand new yeah, game yeah, is coming yeah. on 360. It's still, a brand new exclusive it's game. It's 10 years. Did PS2 have any in North America in 2010? Yeah. yeah. I think so. In North America? Um, when did Mercenaries yeah, 2 there happen? there must have been some stragglers. Oh, that that seems more like I'll a see look it up. Yeah, maybe. Oh, wait, I don't um, know. Anyway. Well, I also wanted to say, uh, yeah, it's kind of special to me, too, the 360 launching, because that was, like, the last thing I covered at the newspaper where I worked before coming to Games Radar. Mm. And it was, like, my last column was reviewing the 360 launch lineup. And they actually asked me, like, oh, well, you're going in the midnight launch. Can you maybe write a news story about it for the next day? And, like... So I went and like I talked to some people. I took some shitty photos with my shitty camera, and put a Mike Michael Rapara's watermark on them uh-huh, and sent uh-huh. them over so to I, the newspaper. I, I went home and I wrote and filed the story before I even set up the machine. This is a pre-beard, Michael. Yeah, pre-beard. And uh, then when I came in uh, in the afternoon, because copy editors work swing shift, I saw that like. Oh, you uh, use like do other people's wives. One <laughs> sentence from my story, and had one of your actual reporters write up something when because he, he went to like the Best Buy launch at at nine a.m. Mm-hmm. and wrote about that. And like, ah, God damn it! I interviewed the first person in Marin County to get a, an Xbox three hundred and sixty, and they didn't use it. And I saw the shit out of it. Well, you know what? Let's yep. publish it on Laser Time. No, right now. No, it's awful. <laughs> um, 
But then I also yeah, everything I, I wrote then was ended awful. up dedicating the column to uh, like I had a, a friend at the newspaper who'd like come over and talk to me about video games, and he had quit like a couple months before then and like died the, like the the week before the Xbox 360 came Jeez, out. So oh. I. I dedicated my last column to him at the end, and then uh, my first day of Games Radar, you probably don't remember, I showed up wearing a black suit and tie. I went to his funeral. Jesus after Christ. After my first day Whoa. of work at Games Radar. I'm trying really hard to picture it. I remember meeting you, uh-huh. but you're hazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You were really high. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was dressed, just sort of a floating like hitman. It's meant to blend yeah, in. Okay, all right. Because you know? mm-hmm. I just I just miss that old building, like that the original building, the future. Oh, was you guys in, were was... in the original building. Yeah, yeah. I interned there over a year before that mm. uh, for a week. Wow. Nobody knows what we're talking yeah, about. No, but it's, right. it was a so, cool building. I don't even know what you're talking about. I worked for Games Radar back in the 360 era. My, yeah, one of but my. Anyway, yeah. so yeah. But to it's the something point, that we all have a very yes. weird connection to. We're like, this is an era that we were we were. Going to events, we were covering, we were interviewing mm-hmm. people, we were in the conversation. We no, were active and leaving the, the Xbox house. Xbox 360 is weirdly symbolic from a completely different era in my life. I don't know if that's the case. It sounds like it's the case for Brad. It might mm-hmm. be the case for Michael, but like I did uproot myself from everything I knew yep. and came out here and started working with the Xbox yeah. 360. I remember the first time I got my hands on an Xbox 360 mm-hmm. was at IGN Live. Wow. Ooh, it was an yeah. event in Los Angeles that I flew yeah. down to go to because I was like trying to network like hell to sure. get into the nice. business. Yes. I waited in line to play King Kong. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, or Sorry. Peter Jackson's, Jackson's King, King Kong, Kong the, the movie, movie, the video game, the video game? Yeah. The official video game of the movie. God, colon for consoles. Are you guys even fans? Like, <laughs> and like that wireless, the wired controller being so like light in I my loved hand. It. Yeah, that, that can, I love. I'm, that's I've, still one of the best controllers. Yeah. It's not the best. My, in my, my mind. first hands-on was at E3, and yeah. it was playing Condemned Criminal Origins. Oh, wow, and and thinking. Am I, is this game just about beating up homeless people? <laughs> what the yes, fuck is this? I remember this? sitting in a, in yes, a theater. And that was also when they they weren't, didn't actually have 360s. It was actually two like, uh, Power Mac G5s running at the yeah. same time. Like Power I, I, I kind of I, I sort of like snuck my way into E304, which was my first. But then E305, I got in uh, kind of to do freelance for PSM and... and uh, that's also where I talked to Eric Bratcher, and he mentioned, like, oh, hey, we're probably going to be hiring for a website soon. I'll tell you more later, and that would eventually become GR. But that's where they were showing off, like, Microsoft kind of showing off their initial, like, it was a big coming out party for the 360. Mm-hmm. And one of the things they showed in this demo was, like, they were kind of laying the groundwork for Xbox. Well, Xbox Live was a thing, but, like, the new Xbox Live and gamer tags and gamer score and what that is. But the one thing that they were showing was, like, what? Was this like you're gonna have your own storefront and you are gonna be able to make T-shirts and sell them on the Xbox in your own little eBay style <laughs> store? And I was like, I'm saying like, no, you won't. Like that's not gonna happen. Like this is a cool idea for a PowerPoint and to get people to invest. And no fucking way you're gonna make this. Mm-hmm. And of course they didn't. But it was just I don't know. That was a weird archive so archive moment where they're like trying real hard. I mean, you know how those E3 press conferences are. They try to they try to throw wine oh, yeah. and, and make everyone yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, first time holding that controller, being like, man, this is so much better than the Duke from the original <laughs> Xbox. Like, Even on the S controller, yeah. man. It was, way, it was way better. Yeah, it was uh. a great controller. Well, I promise you right now there are listeners, literally ones of listeners, going, why aren't they getting to the top five yet? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the top five this week, uh, as we look back fondly on the Xbox 360, is the top five exclusives from the Xbox 360's run. And these are all... 
exclusive exclusive like they were never on PC they never migrated to other consoles they mm. were 360 only and remain 360 only except for maybe one which was ported to Xbox well two which were ported to Xbox one possibly three let's just yeah. jump in well that's <laughs> the same thing we, we have an article it's not on... the same for backwards is it backwards compatibility who cares right. we have an article on laser time now that is like us doing the same thing only it's the 10 and, and we had to make a few concessions that are similar to this yeah alright well let's just jump in with number five someone actually put flooring down here what the uh, let go of me I am so in over my head. So this is, of course, Uncharted. Really wow. weird, yeah. I was like, like what? I, I immediately thought Uncharted. I don't even know what this Nate is. Here's, here's another hint. I got it. V5 armor at 50% capacity. Five key components not detected. An onboard AI. Awesome. Computer, what five key elements are missing? V5 armor. At 50% capacity. Five key components not detected. I get that. What are the five key elements? V5 armor at 50 per... Never mind. All right. So, Brett, you're looking confused. What game had Nolan North and you Power know, Armor? We talked about it today. I, I'm i really blanking. And was an homage to Metroid. Shadow Complex, brother? Really? Shadow Complex? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I thought that, and I was like, no, that can't be yeah, it. Like, I swear, <laughs> I'm only looking at him like this because we talked, you talked glowingly about Shadow Complex Yeah, today. well, no, for some reason, I was... The production value on that, man. What a what a, what a treat. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. Crisp audio. I thought that was a triple-A product. <laughs> that was back when the audio was 480p. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, no, Shadow yeah. Complex was... I remember talking to Chair, like, at some uh, interview... You and I were at the same thing, I think. Must have been. I don't, that, this, is the, this is the weird part. Mm. Like, I don't know when that was. Me neither. Because we went to so many events and interviews, yeah. and like, and mm-hmm. I'm great with dates and times, and I'm like, I have no idea when that was. No, it, well, or it, what state it, it was. Just, like In the waning... Like, nowadays, there doesn't seem like many things to go to. People tend to come to you or just send you code. But, like, at that point, we were... Like, every other day, we were out of the building somewhere, somewhere seeing a game. So it's it's all convoluted, but I just... The, the guy... The, the, the game director is just sort of like... I love his presentation. I love Super Metroid. Yeah. And nobody wants to make Super Metroid again. And I'm going to make Super <laughs> yeah, Metroid. That's, like, what, that's what I'm trying and, to do. And what happened after that? Everyone started making Super Everybody, Metroid. Yeah. Everyone yeah. Like, jumped on the bandwagon. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, I thought this game was really good. I I mean, I, it's been long enough now that I have very few memories of it at all. Mm-hmm. But that's just time. That's not a, a knock on the game. But as it was, a, it was a great shot in the arm midway through the XBLA life cycle because... We talk about in the article on the site, like, Castle Crashers was this kind of... No, here, like, look what XBLA can actually be. There's actual, yeah. like, system-selling games and experiences here that aren't just, like, classic arcade games converted into mm-hmm. digital games. Uh, and, and Shadow Complex was, like, a couple years after that, and it's like, look... Was, was that part of the first summer of arcade? Castle Crashers was. Oh, okay. But I don't, Shadow Complex was afterwards. But it was this nice little, like, extra oomph, like... Not only is this a genre that's not done to death yet, the Metroidvania thing, but it's also like, look at the production value of this. This is a uh, you can tell money went into this, and you can it was tell someone was paid to write it who everybody loves. <laughs> but could you? Well, I mean, I know that sort of came up, you know, I afterwards know. that Orson Scott Card, I mean, wrote about it. But like to your point, Brett, you don't have a lot of clear memories of 
sort of the plot of this, this game. Plot's like, irrelevant. It seemed like that part was very boilerplate. You know, I don't think he yeah. even wrote it. There it was wasn't just, a lot. No, of, like, I he, think it took place in did. a universe of yeah. books yeah, he, that he, he was, did write. He was going to write books that took yeah. place in the same universe. Mm-hmm. And I think there was some collaboration. Like, he, he had some input Orson on the Scott story. Orson Scott Card, by the way. Yes, everybody. Orson Scott Card. If you yeah. send me anything on Twitter saying, like, how dare you, I will, I will block you. So he did not write lines like these that explain the plot. So we hit New York and San Francisco, right? That makes sense. Big cities with governments don't want to hop on board as soon as we surface. Right. But what about the military? Why not strike against some of the bigger airfields? We got one right next door in Tacoma, another down in Wyoming. We ought to hit them before they can hit us. Because this is these gun gunshots. Want to be seen as liberators. Nice. Okay, yeah. Because when, right. when they That's said, also, we don't want to be seen as a bad guy, and then there's whales of dying <laughs> yeah, in the background. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> That's also Robin Atkin Downs, I think, uh, doing like a, almost the same voice he used for Miller in Metal Gear. So I kind of want to hear him add, like, we don't want to be seen as the bad guys, boss. Yeah. yeah. I, I do. I'm curious. But you're, you're fighting like this underground military revolutionary army that basically... The game starts out, you're on a picnic with your girlfriend. Yeah, you're just hiking. Like, hiking in the, the And just like cliffs. something explodes underneath you. And it, yeah. I, well, she, she wanders off and like mm-hmm. finds a cave mm-hmm. and then uh, gets kidnapped by these weird military dudes. And so you sneak in and become an expert with all weapons. <laughs> and uh, she turns out to be like a CIA agent or something. And... Uh, uh, yeah, you work together to bring these guys down before they can attack San Francisco. I mean, you've got an onboard AI. What can't you do? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, apparently, like they have some sort of control over the armor itself, which you, you see in like do. the, the game PS3. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Never <laughs> happened. It's. It, I don't even think it's been on PC. So is this? Well, yeah, that's a good point. I, it I may like have it been up actually. I might have violated my working. own rule, but uh, it's weird. Like, yeah, you thought. It seemed like this was going to lead to a franchise, but it never really did. Yeah, no. I remember everybody I knew was playing it and yeah. liked it. Cher I, I went on Cher. and did Infinity Blade, yeah. and uh, I think they've been quoted as saying they would love to come back yeah. and do it, but nobody's putting up the money for it. But yeah. to, you know, to what we were saying earlier, like, can you build a franchise on just the great game design and mechanics of that? Do you like? Doesn't there need to be some mm. hook of like? Oh, like some iconic thing yeah. that comes out of it. And some we're all saying we don't remember the plot. Or some, yeah, plot. <laughs> oh, yeah, or something I mean, like yeah, that, right. But, but it's, <laughs> I remember it being a, remember it being a very competent Super Metroid clone. Uh, uh, everything about it, and he was uh, again the creative director was very clear about that. Up into the the running suit, like the the yeah, effects yeah, yeah. that occurred, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, it was so maybe. We were talking about that. Like, Xbox 360 was kind of reintroduced throwbacks to everybody. They happen every day on Steam now, every day on iOS, but it wasn't the case in 07, 08. Yeah, I mean, things like Bionic Commander Rearmed, which was like, you're not getting that kind of 2D game elsewhere, so we're going to make a really pretty Unreal Engine-style one, and that's kind of what Shadow Complex is. Yeah, I think think you could make a very strong argument that the 360 revived... you know, retro gaming and was in- instrumental in it, the rise of indie developers. It, it, I don't know if it'll find its way in that, that three, the, three, the 360 stuff we've been doing, but I love the timeline of the 360 because it was the first one to say, like, we're going to have live games here. All these older... Robotron 2084! It's here! You can buy it for $9. <laughs> and then, then, like... It uh, might not also be the best version and of then the like, game. And then, like, two years later, the iPhone came out and kind mm-hmm. of destroyed what the Xbox had actually started. 
like which was re-releasing old games mm-hmm. and, and micro games onto the, and then the iPhone came out and kind of ruined that. It took all the credit for like I think what 360 was doing for about two years before the iPhone did. And it, you know, to this day, it gets about what forty thousand games every week. In the, Roughly that. Yeah. Yes. And <laughs> but uh, but like I think it was starting to try to do that, and a lot of its efforts were kind of uh, diminished because they you know they wanted to release an old arcade game for three dollars when a new platform like the iPhone was eighteen months away. And it kind of killed that momentum, and we only remember the big releases from Xbox 360. But it did start it. It did start the digital marketplace. Yeah. Well, it proved that there was a digital there was a digital marketplace. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, which didn't affect this game at all. Number four. It's all gone to shit, and it just keeps rising. Now it's about to hit the fan. You guys know this. I do. I don't. I still That's, don't. Uh, it just doesn't sound like my Richard Nixon impression of the guy. Well, Bart. Well. Another one? Your basic physical strength is such ah, that you go. can lift objects <laughs> weighing around 200 pounds Fucking and throw them roughly up. 100 feet. When uh, hanging from a ledge, use your powerful upper body strength to launch yourself upwards. Powerful get, upper body can strength. Can I get that? That's how you jump? Yes. <laughs> Super strong jump. arms. Yeah. <laughs> Do a push-up and launch yourself from the ground into the air. Your legs are very weak. Do not attempt to jump. <laughs> uh, man, Crackdown, uh, I wrote the entry for that in our article, but man, in a pre-GTA 4, mm-hmm. pre-superhero-saturated uh-huh. world, yeah, the missions were kind of lame, and yeah, the overall story were cut, was also equally lame, but the sandbox was... Yeah, the progression yeah. in the city were great. So I mean, it, fun. Like, Them it, orbs? You, you collecting take, orbs, man. You take, like, people People like to refer to Mario 64 a lot as, like, you know, the priority one is to make sure the character is just fun to control on yeah. their own. And Crackdown does that really well. Like, your, your agent is really fun to just run around and jump with uh, as, you, as you power them up. Like, this was the first really good after Incredible Hulk Ultimate Destruction sure, yeah. Spider-Man 2 open world superhero game yeah. and it added four player support yeah. mm-hmm. which was I, I think key to a lot of people's enjoyment uh, this is the first 360 game and the first game in years that I had stayed up uh, till the sun came up Wow, uh, me and Charlie like in some like Early 07. Charlie Barrett, former Bearhead. Games Radar editor. Uh, yeah, we stayed up and like who just, refuses to be on this show? Yeah, just had he- just had mm-hmm. headsets on, and especially was, mine. He was on yours. Sorry, go ahead. I was listening to just where you. Well, again, the 360. You just plug in an iPod and listen to whatever. That's right. And I would listen to like Block Party over and over again <laughs> while playing Crackdown, talking to Charlie. And then, huh. yeah, next thing I knew, the sun is up, and I'm like, we should probably go to bed. Like all we've done is like <laughs> throw the same dead body back and forth. And drive but, monster trucks up the side of buildings mm-hmm. for eight hours. Like, it's so time to did, go to bed. Did you man. guys get the DLC that let you, like, <laughs> the, the, shoot that, the impaling harpoons yes. and just, like, tack a bunch but of dudes to your car? But that was, like, the first, the first weapon-based DLC on a console that I can think of. Yeah? Well, it, that it and is. Godfather, but everyone hated yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, but Godfather's Godfather. DLC was... Stu- it, it, it single-handedly, like, I, bu- I bought it an Xbox 360 when I could not afford it uh, as an intern at GR. Mm. And Crackdown was my first game because it was the only thing, like lower than $50 like it took for me it seemed like it took two years to have a game lower than $50 uh, bought it in, in single handedly in one second like I'm just what are there's achievements what are these Yeah. this is so much fun and I'm like gosh and then some guy just jumps in my game hey need help with anything what like I didn't even ask him to come in you need help with anything like yeah I can't roll this jeep five times oh, I got you <laughs> Hey, meet me on we top gotta of go this, over to this exact meet corner meet me on top of this building and I meet him on top of the building and then just here and he jumps up and he's holding a jeep 
<laughs> and, he, and he just slams it down nice. the top of the skyscrapers like get in it uh, and, then he, and, then he, and then I get in it and he just throws it off the building and it spins like 1800 times before it hits the ground he's like did you get it I can do it again if you want like so like disregard that that's a personal anecdote sure. like there wasn't the opportunity to do that with a stranger in any game. No. Yeah. It, like, that was really... In, doing it for it's an like achievement. Really yeah. emergent multiplayer yeah. gameplay. Yeah. yeah, and, like, because I, I, now it, like, I'm really... You know, we're all kind of... You know, who wants a stranger jump into your game? It's I don't know. We're old. It's yeah. still kind of a weird experience. But at the same time, like, that man was a hero. He was. He was. Like, he, I wish he was, he, was, he was a superhero in a superhero game. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I maxed out all my shit. Uh, I guess now I'll just jump into other players' but games like, and help them do stuff. What's the opposite of buyer's remorse? Because that's what I experienced by like an Xbox customer satisfaction. Yeah, yes. like like I bought the system Xbox Live and like it was all everything was worth it. Like I'll never regret this. Oh, that was such I, that like mul- I had those moments too of mm-hmm. people getting into games or trying to join games like mm-hmm. like altruistic achievement getting mm-hmm. like people going out there and being like yeah. achievement rangers like yeah. hey yeah. there partner uh, what do you need a little Dest- assistance with you need Destiny- to get two people with the hey, the Spartan laser at the same time oh, I will yeah. help you get that <laughs> shoot with, it at me with the help of the Destiny app I mean that's why I do play it so much there's like an objective and people are like that's part of Destiny is rerunning shit over and over again. It's like, does anybody need help with anything? I'm well, going mean, to run that's, this course. This is, mm-hmm. again, you know, you know, the time of Capcom, but Chris, mm-hmm. you can relate to this as well. Like, Monster that's Hunter. Monster Hunter mm-hmm. to a T. It's like, but instead of there being achievements, it's like, yeah, I need a, I need, I need, I need a horn from this thing. We got to mm-hmm. fight like mm-hmm. six of them until I'm going to, the drop is so rare. Like, all right, let's all. And everybody's run. like, ooh, I did that all day yesterday, but I'm talking to you. Okay. But the spirit like, of helping is alive. And then yeah. you would come just, back to you. And that's how you end up with 500 hours. But, but who achievements can, were yeah, yeah. The same thing with Charlie and I. It was like, oh uh, yeah, I need some random achievement. Like I need, we need. I swear there was something about like throwing a throwing someone from a certain distance or or oh I'm sure leaping from a building at a certain height or something. And it was like that's what we just spent hours and hours. Like what do you need? What do you need? What do you need? And then it was. Meanwhile, need? the game. <clears throat> We're not progressing the story at all. Because the story was kind of beside the point. Yeah. But as for a sandbox that was just one to play in, and this early, this is 07. So, like, this is pre-Halo 3. This is barely even after Gears 1. Mm-hmm. Like, this is so early on. Like, it's very it was important. Really neat, man. I, and I'll still, I'll still consider Crackdown a AAA franchise, even though it has proved to not be that. And I yeah. hope the third one kind of redeems Yeah, yeah. Redeems well, it. You know, I've been hearing things about, like... We're not, also not saying it had the Halo 3 beta in it, which it, is why it, everybody has it. It uses cloud computing to realistically collapse buildings. It's, that it, is going to work 100%. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right when my mom... How about you just had them be buildings? My mom starts sending me like eighteen months worth of Groupons, like right when I'm trying to cloud compute my Crackdown three, and let's see how that works. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think you guys are. You know, I know you need these. You, you ever thought of hang gliding with your girlfriend? You guys are really <laughs> under. It's only two hundred dollars. You guys are really underselling the story aspects so, here because I think uh, you're you're missing out on a rich and layered narrative that uh, directs you to do this. Your primary objective is to remove each gang's kingpin. Yep. Los Muertos' charismatic Don Domingo El Brazo Garcia. Mm-hmm. The Volt's autocratic Vladimir the Wolf Goliak. Sure. And the Shy Gen's enigmatic Wang. <laughs> what? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Say that again? Enigmatic Wang. That's what I thought you said. <laughs> wow. I don't remember that, that at all. Uh, LaserTimePodcast.com that username. Uh, oh, is, is available my. right now. That's a permanent fixture on the soundboard now. Him and Satisfying Dong. Oh. Wow. Enigmatic, enigmatic. Oh my God! Three en- beers in. Ed- enigmatic Wang. Enigmatic Wang. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that mission though. Taking 
uh, was it him or her? I can't remember which one it was, but uh, taking the Wang out. Uh, so if the, you take the Wang out, I took the Wang out and really just worked it. Hammered uh, the Wang. Yeah. Wow, man. It's really uh, but enigma I, solved. I, <laughs> <what>? <laughs> Good job, agent. He always turns into Futurama's Richard Nixon whenever I do an impression uh, of this guy. What? Ooh, achievement unlocked. I can't be. No. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right, let's move on to number three. They sure didn't mention anything about it on TV. Yeah, well, I'm freelance, pal. I don't make my living waiting for the TV to tell me what to cover. <laughs> ah, the life of a freelancer. <laughs> Affording your own helicopter. Yeah, that's a, my private helicopter. Spec. Literally <laughs> no time to watch TV. Uh-huh, not mm-hmm. waiting for it to tell you what to cover. Who knows what this is? Um, I Dead do. Rising. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. About the only thing to do in this town is kill time at the shopping mall. The Willamette shopping? That's pretty much all you do is do you kill mean, time at the mall. I, I, and I, zombies at the mall. I like pointing out uh, gamer when gamer age is stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do. I, I did love the news story around Dead Rising because it comes out, it's getting good reviews. And then it's like, I can't read the text on my standard definition television. And the uh-huh. world went crazy. Yeah. Like, how dare you? How dare you optimize this for an HD experience? Well, it was kind of annoying. Did I know you it's ever kind of play it in standard totally. text? Like, it was fucking unplayable. It was, yeah, it it was, was awful. Because it, it was broken on it, a standard it, it, I know, it, gave you, when, it gave you directions like on what to do next with no voiceover. You just had to read these tiny illegible messages and try to figure I out I sat on my couch. I sat close to the TV. I sat on my couch with binoculars trying <laughs> to see if that would friggin' work. I couldn't play it yeah I, and i do understand the plight but it's sort of like when you talk about accessibility like mm-hmm. it was future thinking yeah like this i know i don't know what just dropped but uh it's like usually I, you but it was me this time yeah like uh Dead I, rising sales because I, I, no, no, no I, they didn't no, actually didn't. probably sold pretty well yeah. actually but it's like, so great and i, I want to say so technically this, a version of this came to we called chop till you drop it's, but it was ooh, even better it was even such better. an abomination ooh. that i don't consider it <laughs> real bad. the same game at all mm-hmm. uh yeah so this was uh, working at Capcom for four years was mm-hmm. tough. Be- uh, I mean, it was fine because you couldn't talk shit about Chop till you drop. Well, no, I, I just, I mean, like there was so there's so much audio of me going like I don't like Dead Rising. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> that I, that when I started there, I'm like, yeah, I don't like. No, people I, clipped my not liking Resident Evil when I came aboard. I yeah, just I love the idea of like you guys developing like rivals at Capcom who will like make a soundboard of you talking shit about Capcom games and just like pull it out in meetings and just be like. Here's Chris Antista on, Dead, on Resident so, Evil. So, uh, one thing that... Yes, that I mean, has happened, and someone has turned it into songs on occasion. I mean, uh, yeah, before a, going there, like, I, you know, I, I was like, Boo Battle Network and Boo Dead Rising were my two big ones. And even when I started, I'm like, yeah, I've, I said those things just so you know. And I mean, I told everyone I worked with and all my bosses, so, like, they all know. Like, we, like, but, we know. Yeah, they know. It's like, <laughs> nobody cares. Yeah, but we, but uh, at the end of the day, it was like, I did learn at the end of the eventually learned like oh I was kind of wrong about Battle Network because I actually opened up my mind and that's one of the things I'll take away the most from having worked there was a lot I of things not. a lot I of things not. I, well, I learned to love Battle Network well no just a lot of things I wrote off I'm like I was wrong because I didn't give them a fair shake and when I did I was like I actually I see why this could be fun mm-hmm. and Dead Rising is the thing I still struggle with though because that and Majora's Mask have that resetting yeah. time thing and that was my biggest hurdle like I'm mm-hmm. I'm that kind of person that like Playing, I, I always equate it for some reason to like Tony Hawk. The moment, like Tony Hawk Two, right or Three, mm-hmm. I start a stage. The moment I screw up one kickflip, restart the stage. Restart the can't can't even deal with that imperfection mm-hmm. being in there. Bio, uh, playing Bioshock, I would save every twelve seconds because mm-hmm. I'm like I do not like how that room went. I'm going to reload my save. So with a game like this, where it's like, 
Uh, oh, you missed this conversation. It only happens this time of the day. <laughs> like it just—it just—it's not that it's a bad game. It's like it—it mm-hmm. it does not work for me. For you, well, it, that that strict clockwork timer. Mm-hmm. I think it—it it was meant ideally. Like, okay, you play through this once, you're going to miss some things. Sure. Yeah. But then you're going to level up, and you're going to come back, and you're going to yeah. play it again. You'll be strong enough to find yeah. all that stuff. And I—I I, I totally get why that would be fun. I just—I mm-hmm. can't—I can't get behind it. But as a tech showcase, especially in 2006, oh, yeah. this is even pre-gears. So like, Gears was like this is, their, this is immediately like uh, this like, is like a, almost a year later. Is it almost a year? It's it's, wow. it's it's the next it's the next summer, getting into fall. But I mean, as a tech showcase, like here's a huge mall, tons of enemies on the screen at the same time, HD, huge draw distance. Like as a tech showcase, it was a big deal. Also, it was one of the only zombie games to actually refer to its zombies as zombies. Are you looking to get yourself eaten alive by zombies? What? Did you just say zombies? Take a look out there. If those ain't zombies, what would you call them? Hmm. Walkers. <laughs> Infected. Yeah. yeah. I remember we working that Dead Island thing, yeah. and the director's like, just say, look, let's just say zombies. I'm like, no, you never say zombies. <laughs> no, what are those things? We don't have zombie fiction in this world. I know. It, like, yeah, it's, no it's, one ever said the word. And, he, and, and like, I won the argument, but realized I was wrong. It's totally dumb. We know what they are, and like, why not? Zombies. Those are the brainwashed victims of voodoo yeah, witch doctors. Yeah, harder, harder for ourselves. But then it also had to have that notation of like not based on anything Romero ever did, and like. Mm-hmm. Really? Like, everything with an undead character is going to have to... Return of the Living Dead didn't have to mention that on its box. And it's very clearly a ripoff of uh, Night of the Living Dead. What an original idea. It's like a human, but they're dead, but they can still move around. (laughs) And I would would argue this this reintroduced the zombie... I can only call it a craze or whatever, but it's it's still happening. This is two years Uh, after Dawn of the Dead remake. Yeah. That's true. And I mean, probably... Resident Evil had made it pretty strong for years before. Yeah, this, but I mean, so. the, the more interesting thing but, about but at Resident this point, Evil... RE moved on to like Los Ganados yeah. and all that. Yeah, was yeah. this the first kind of like mass zombie yeah. murder yes. kind of thing? Yeah. Like when you think of a zombie as like an undead horde of mindless yeah. creatures coming at you, and it was all about like making weird weapons and doing yeah, like, and I, having fun I just think trashing zombies. That was like its real strength, even more so than the huge crowds of sure. enemies. Was that. Like, anything you found could be used effectively as a weapon. And that included, like, ah, there's a lawnmower parked outside. Guess I'll ride it around and smash (laughs) some zombies. Or here's a a bunch of axes stacked in a display. I'll just take one of those and start caving in some heads. Here's a mascot head. Let me just smack this onto a zombie. And I'm going to put on some hot pants and level up to the point where (laughs) my wussy-ass photojournalist can uh, rip the guts out of zombies at a run. And then... I'm going to take erotic photographs? <laughs> yeah. What? Drama, carnage. Yeah, yeah. Erotic uh, photographs erotica. of zombie cleavage. Yeah. But the important thing is you have to take Frank West seriously. Why? Because he's... I've covered wars, you know. There you go. There you go. Every he's time. Wars. He's covered wars. That's which, the which go, is, go-to line. That does, Do you remember that... Sega Genesis Super <laughs> Nintendo? It was carnage. <laughs> I, I will say covering wars takes some fucking endurance, all right? Yeah, but, uh, you know, maybe maybe not punching your way through crowds of zombies endurance. But I also liked as a hero, he was, like, not not great. No, he was not and, and not in particularly shape. likable. He's, tubby. <laughs> he's, not, he's not in shape, and he's not likable. He's just, like, he's kind of a jerk. It felt like a guy mm. that's just like, god damn it. 
Yeah. Stuck in a mall full of zombies. Like, stuck in this mall full of zombies. He had a Can't John wait McClane to get feel. out of Africa. <laughs> a little John McClane, yeah. 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 That's a good way to put it. Um, but maybe... Well, actually, no. Our, our next hero is nothing like John McClane whatsoever. He's much taller. Let's begin with... Number two. Like the others, you are strong and swift and brave. A natural leader. But you had something they didn't. Something no one saw but me. Can you guess? Luck. Luck. Just love that dramatic crescendo. Mm, dude, those crescendos, man. Marty. Was I wrong? So good. Yes, you were wrong. He is very unlucky. Who are we talking about? I mean, I would know this even if I hadn't been what looking about at the soundboard. We stopped it. I oh, assumed it was Halo 3 because of the music. Now the prophet yeah. of truth is looking for something okay. called Remember the, the beginning of that game? You just like, you know, you plummet out Halo of space rain. and you land, you like, you're like a meteor it's falling just, to Earth. This is another one of those games where like, I, we played countless hours mm-hmm. of multiplayer and we finished the campaign on yep. Legendary, four players, and I don't remember a single thing that happened. I remember totally it was But had a great fun. time the whole time. I remember like, that giant wonking scarab tank. That was really cool. That, yeah, because so you jump all, over all that. up in it and stuff. Yeah. That was cool. And... Man, I don't know who I was playing, but I remember like the final drive away on I think the warthog. It was, it was you, me, Charlie, Charlie, and someone else. Was it we're, you? Chris? Where, like the ground is falling underneath you, like the the, the platform you're on is like falling yep. as uh-huh. you're driving away. It's like maybe that's annoying. I don't know, but like for four of us on headsets, at the, like it felt like we're in this warthog together. Like shit, yeah, yeah. shit, 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 shit. <laughs> that was really cool. That was so much fun. And I, I think yeah, the the four player co op. Uh, and and the multiplayer, the multiplayer yeah, really was good. fucking glorious. Like yeah, as as a solitary hermit, I don't really care much about <laughs> multiplayer games. But being in that office with you guys, yeah. and like being pirate able to ships, organize, pirate, oh, pirate ships where is the, the sand best. is lava. But and yeah, all you can use is elephants. Wanna, I want to talk about being <laughs> being in that with you guys. Like the the fact that it had like this deeply customizable uh, match and map editor. Yeah. Like no other console game had Forge ever had anything like Forge, that. Man. Yes. Forge, yeah. Dude, what? Forge was to this day. I still have a T-shirt of the, the the multiplayer beta. We went to some event, and they gave away the shirts where it's like Master Chief being launched out of a cannon. Yeah. And like I still have that shirt because every you time really I really do, it's green. Right? Every, no, mine's brown. Mm-hmm. There's a green one and a brown one. But every time I'm like, I should get rid of this. I'm like, man, that that event was super fun. I also remember running into the guy from when it was still Justin TV mm-hmm. before it became, yeah. before Twitch blew up. Before it became Twitch and now wants to be, not to become Twitch again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. but he was there like streaming from something, and I'm like, what is streaming? <laughs> it was 2007. Nobody knew what that was. What is so love? You guys mentioned pirate ships. How about rocket races? Oh, oh man. Yeah. Dude, yeah, yeah. when you find a good partner in rocket races, it's like, we got this. Dude, got one this. person mm-hmm. on the front of the mongoose, the other on the back with a rocket launcher. You're basically mm-hmm. invulnerable. So and so fun. just like splash damaging other racers yeah, yeah, yeah. to just flip all over mm-hmm. the place. That was so fun. That was oh, awesome. Incredible. But pirate ships, I can't... Like, there has to be a multiplayer game out there right now that is just pirate ships, right? Because if there isn't, the game industry as a whole has failed. Has failed. I, I love that it the, is floor, true, where the it's floor like, is lava. Where yeah. it's like, yeah, like, there's, there's a degree you're, you're, of, like, everyone's trying too hard to a certain degree. Because mm-hmm. it's like, look, this one, well, like, Dota is, like, a like a de- mm-hmm. derived from, like, one thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we get, like, why isn't there a 
just pirate ships version that's like no that's all the game is it's ten dollars yeah. and all it is is a, a twist on pilot on pirate yeah uh, like, blah, blah, blah. you've got you've got one pirate so, ships yeah pirate ships was if you if you haven't played it it's takes place in a big desert map mm-hmm. uh you have two giant sand crawlers with like two atvs in them and one person on each team pilots the sand crawler two others go out on atvs the atvs are the only way to survive touching the sand which yeah. is basically lava mm-hmm. and the object is to drive into your opponent sand crawler and kill everybody and was yeah. there something else to it i forget I, just the most satisfying thing in the universe was uh killing my boss <laughs> because because we were we were all in an in office real together. Life, not end, end of story. in real life we were we were, ki- yeah. we were trials next week we were so all in yeah. an office and just like i got on the atv i have a plasma sword i run the fuck up into the back of the ship mount off and i see him piloting the ship and then i just i just hear from like a distant room Oh, man! <laughs> and it's like yes, I, it made yeah. me so Being happy. able to play those in an office in a in a land was like kind of the best possible scenario. Yes, absolutely. There was no randos, but then when when we years later would do like the twenty four hour marathons at Radar and just mm-hmm. invite all the readers to come in. Yep, that shit was so much fun. Yep. Like it was. I really do. We, Actually, yeah. my, my the only thing I didn't really like about the twenty four hour marathons, other than. Uh, lack of Us sleep. putting a tarp over you and taking a picture. Uh huh. Yeah, that kind of sucked. <laughs> but uh, was that it was always impossible to rotate new people in. It was really because hard. you'd like you, you'd stop, you'd quit, and start a new game, and like the same people would all jump in. It's like I guys, kinda, we guys, we got to recycle. Yeah. Or, you know, we got to cycle through new people. And I'm like, but even even inside, I'm like, I actually really like the way things are going right now. Mm-hmm. And then we'd be like, okay, it's 3 a.m. It's time for the Dead Space 2 PS3 run, and it's like this, I can't, this every time I, I do watch that video on occasion, I'm like, <laughs> oh yeah, Dead Space 2 had multiplayer, <laughs> and we did. It was in the. It was for an hour. It was for an hour. In a 24 marathon. But man, I still remember the the. And then you you made a video set to Protomans light up the night. Uh, mm-hmm. Shout out to the Proto Men for being perpetually cool people. Yeah. Uh, but man, when it turned like 6 a.m. and we all went to play Blur and we were kind of dreading it. And then it's we great. all started playing Blur and we're like, this is incredible. Blur is awesome. Is like, really after rad. so yeah. many like brown shooters that are yeah. just like gritty, realistic Maybe shooting. I want to get into Honda Civic and it was like, ass. I really want to shoot like neon lights mm-hmm. from my car. Like, anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Halo was, Three was always part of it. That That's was such the, an interesting backswing in the 360 era, though, was the towards neon away from that brown shooting. Yeah, yeah. I remember I was mm-hmm. just talking about uh, Geometry Wars Retro Evolve Two mm-hmm. earlier oh, yeah. today, oh, yeah, and that yeah, was kind yeah, of yeah. both summer of arcade status, but also like that using that like HD visuals yeah, for just, vibrance yeah. and neon. I, I remember Nagata was talking to me about that recently. Like it was the first game that was an experiment in greed because you'd shoot guys in little pellets would fall out of them and you want to collect them and like yep. you're supposed to be shooting things relax on the multiplier stay alive it'll come it'll come but I want no. that score I want it <laughs> yeah. chips yeah. and like now I see that in so many games give me them ducats I was kind of like, doing a top 7 back then of like the top 7 uh, most colorful games of whatever year that was hmm. yellow were the yellows <laughs> yeah well, well it was because uh, Mirror's Edge I was like dude like this game is great about stark environments because yeah. look at these gorgeous greens, these ravishing reds, and the <laughs> yell-worthy yellows. <laughs> so I get to yellow, and I'm like, <laughs> Radiant is the word oh, you were looking for. Radiant for it's red. Not, yeah. It's not <laughs> ravishing. Uh, radiant. 
I think uh, one of my favorite parts of, like, honestly, like, I, I know we have lots of Halo fans that listen to this. Uh, great on you. I've never been much of a fan of Halo's story. I don't know it. But it does have some really amazingly hammy villains who love to monologue, and I can't look down on that. Your world will burn until its surface is but glass, and not even your demon will live to creep. Blackened from its hole to mar the reflection of our passage. The culmination of our journey. For your destruction is the will of the gods. And I? I am their instrument. Ooh, you All can, of your holes will darken. You can just imagine a British actor confusedly yeah. stumbling through this dialogue in a recording <laughs> booth I want, somewhere. I want to point out that Is Waters that is mouthing of Waters is mouthing all the dialogue or, right there. It's truth, truth, profit yeah, of yeah, truth, yeah. dude. Those like weird banana neck dudes. What are you doing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they were awful. They had whiskers all over the place, and the, yeah. like ear whiskers was like one of their sinister qualities. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, I loved Halo so much, but like. Until honestly, until like Halo Four, the story was like never interesting to Careful, me. Careful, people will insult you, now, dude. That's man. fine. I don't like. I I have opinions, but like ODST, mm-hmm. yeah, like okay Reach, anymore, the right? stuff they did with characters was mm. more interesting yeah. than like the Master Chief saga. And there were some definite definite moments that I got hyped up. Mm. I let myself go along for the ride. There's a lot of ODST I liked. But in terms of like 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 just, uh, narrative yeah. intrigue, mm-hmm. I didn't like the tea though. I found it odious. There you go. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I love me one dead joke. Yeah, Jesus Christ! I love you good. one Gwar joke per episode. It wasn't until Doctor Halsey came along that things started getting interesting. Uh, she's a sinister lady. Well, you didn't find this guy interesting. Now the gates have been unlatched, headstones pushed aside, corpses shift and offer room. A fate you must abide. Nothing is oh more terrifying goodness. than a monster that speaks in rhyme. To the menu selective mm-hmm. twisted metal like, music. Listen, <laughs> there is a way to do a giant plant monster, and it's to put him in a musical <laughs> with Rick Moranis. <laughs> like, this, get, get one of the four <laughs> tops to voice him. <laughs> like, oh my god. But actually, that... Like, Master Chief! <laughs> uh, in the Master Chief collection, that like Halo 2 anniversary, mm-hmm. looking at like uh-huh. the grave mind, the way that it was in Halo... Two and three, and then the way that like blur, like that's the, the like CG studio reimagined it mm-hmm. in the Master Chief Collection was so cool because they made it look nasty. Like yeah. you can look at the original one, and you're like, "This is some weird flappy polygons that did not really achieve the look, whatever the vision well, was." I, could... I have to imagine. And then you look at the new one, and it's like actually repulsive yeah, and gross cool. and like organic. Uh, just like in this, I mean, I could, such a good way. I could kind of tell the grave mine was supposed to be made out of corpse parts. But uh, maybe I'm just thinking of a concept art picture. Horse parts? Corpse. <laughs> Cadaver parts. Dead bodies. Horse parts, like a hot dog. I also was, thought you might have said coarse parts, like ah, yes. not, nary he's, a smooth texture no, on him. No, he's not a smooth character. He's very rough to the touch. But you have to try, because otherwise, how will you pierce his barrier and reach him? That's why Master Chief and the Arbiter <laughs> Emotionally. Are, are wriggling when they're in its grasp. It just yeah. chafes the shit out of oh, him. Oh, man. I can't even imagine. Like, through the armor, you'd... Wow, this is number two. <laughs> yeah, this is number two. Imagine what number one is. Now oh, you wait, get to no, find no, no. out. Private Ben Carmine, sir! Reporting for duty, sir! Welcome to Jacinto, Private. 
Your first order is to guard this spot. You stay here until we get back from patrol. But sir, there's nothing here to guard. Sounds like a good first assignment to me. Stay put. We'll be back, kid. Yeah, Spot Guarder 2011. <laughs> Who can forget this instant classic? This is more Xbox exclusive now than it's ever been. Yeah, they absolutely. purchased the title outright. Not Did unlike they? how, uh, yeah, not unlike how Shout Factory just bought Mystery Science Theater. You're saying I know. So this is uh, Black Tusk now, or um, no? This... They're not called Black Tusk. They're called the. But they are. It's the... Microsoft bought the IP. What is it? Hmm. The Anvil, the Forge, the company. It's something like industrial. Hmm. But it used to be Black Tusk. It was formed to like make right. a new IP. And yeah. then they're like, hey, how about this? Uh, <laughs> gears. gears forever. Yeah, yeah. Just more gears. Hope you like being Sonic Team. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I had great quotes like this. Boy, welcome to the big socks, Sergeant Phoenix. You ready to hit the road? You know it. Well, let's go chunk some bullets in them grubs. Let's go to diners, dive ins, and so we. I think it was you were asking Sing us before. Find some California gold. I would. I, I would still argue that, that <laughs> Halo is more important to the, the 360 than than Gears. But like oh. we all played more Gears than we Dude, did Halo. Man, Gears this is a subjective list. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah, but for 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 us, man, like yeah, Halo Three we played a lot of, and ODST and Reach as well, and we played a fair amount of Call of Duty, but it's not exclusive, mm-hmm. so it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. Man, Gears 2, almost entirely just Horde mode. Mm-hmm. The idea yeah. of competitive it, it, co-op yep. is the hottest shit of all time. I, can, I see it as the forebear like, for Destiny itself. Like, uh, well, Destiny, and again, it gets into my Monster Hunter, mm-hmm. my Monster Hunter guts. I don't want to fight like, teenagers with infinite time on their hands yeah. to become better at Twitch shooters. I want to play with you, but also I want to have some metrics at the end to be yeah. like, I played better than you, but we achieved our goal. Yeah, Isn't that great? I like, don't die instantly yeah. every single like, time. Left, That's some left alchemy for, right there, Yeah, like man. Left for Dead... This like have, horde have we, mode is just like that, that feeling. That feeling of like we know on the right flank a bunch of shit's gonna come down. You've earned yeah. perks. Put your shit down over there. Mm-hmm. Like have we said that like, specifically? Yeah. This is Gears Two, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, which did introduce 3, horde yeah. mode. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, yeah, yeah. and yeah. like define that term for the countless games that yeah, have been absolutely. Yeah. I, I will say that there's oh my god, what's the game called? Monster Mash, Monster Attack. There was another 360 exclusive. Monster it, Madness. It was the first one with Don't a horde you talk mode to in me it. About Monster Madness. It, <laughs> Monster Madness. <laughs> it was the first one. <laughs> My grandpa died. Of it Monster was the first. Madness. Guys, we all had a relative killed by Frankenstein. We have to move on. But it, like, it, it, this, like it, this, it was the first game to do that, and then like. Was it you and me who went to the E3? Yeah, it was like a pre-E3 event. and We were hardened and cynical and tired, and we were just like, fucking wow. That was the... I don't like like Gears multiplayer at all. At all. I do not like it. Um, Horde mode? No. No, no. You're too too slow. I loved it. I loved the tension boat, Mm. and I loved just walking around, like, holding down B with the chainsaw bayonet, so anything I'd walk into, I'd immediately (laughs) saw in I like that, but I really love tagging people with grenades and then diving away, but... The that, thing oh, about yeah. Gears multi multiplayer to me that is so fascinating is yes you're slow yeah unless you're good because yeah. like they like because you hover games, towards yeah, walls because you 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 slide yeah. into cover and if yeah. you are bouncing from cover to cover like this is the only like real big competitive multiplayer shooter in which skill makes you significantly faster mm. like it affects your movement specifically not right. just like the headshots you can do or like how you can traverse the map because you have the optimal line like. If you have the optimal line and gears, you are moving alarmingly yeah. It's quickly. basically snaking in Mario Kart. It is. You're like... Yeah, it totally is. And it's freaking terrifying to watch, but like, if you manage to pull something off like that, like, 
Oh my I know, god! I know what you're so talking good. about. It's just like like I love Gears. Have have put more time into Gears than I think any game on this list. I do find it emblematic of all the things I hate about modern games. I really sure, do because it set like, a lot of those trends. Haters don't hate my game. <laughs> I, uh, it just this co- like you like meaningless cover systems of which Gears did not have. Uh, fucking gruff, stupid characters in mm. hulking man bodies of giant armor. Like it, I don't know. Like Gear Uncharted has that on PS. Come on, man! You don't like them muscles? No, no, mm. no, no. Train. No, how, how about all that bromance, man? I'm saying it's never bro- seen the run like this. Running away won't help. I'll just shoot during your asses. I'm bros to the clothes. Damn right. I missed my family. Damn. Kill every one of these bastards. I'm Coltrane runs I'm on character development. I'm saying it's appropriate to gear. <laughs> That's my favorite line of the whole series. Coltrane runs on what? What Col- Coltrane line? The Coltrane runs on whole grain, baby. <laughs> he doesn't say it. I never mind. You go into a grocery yeah, store and right. find a standee of him selling yeah. cereal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can interact with, right? Col- Col- I think, that, I think that's it. three, but it's it is still, three, no, no, which is three. which is better. Than I'm two. saying that Come is on. it really? I mean, I like three. Uncharted, but I never, I didn't get into the Uncharted is probably the best PlayStation game. Uncharted 2 or 3, the best PlayStation mm-hmm. game ever. Two. It, it literally Two. ruined yeah. every... That's the one in your book. All yeah. the rip-offs and all the stupid <laughs> shit that came... Like, it, it created this genre of terrible game, as Gears of War, I think, also did. It created a bunch of terrible rip-offs and, like, virtually defined most... most uh, You're bringing uh, me down. I'm man. just saying, like, it, Gears is great. All this stuff is perfect for me in Gears, but then mm-hmm. Ge- there was a point when Gears became kind of every game, mm-hmm. and every character talked... I'll shut up. Well, second. it just also gave me fatigue. So that by, by the time three came out, I'm like, we started because mm-hmm. like I went through all of the first one. I don't know if it was called insane or whatever the hard difficulty. Yeah, there was, was some spe- some some different but like, mode. Charlie Nine and I finished something. the whole thing, and then we did two the whole thing, and then when three came out, it was like four player co op. Let's all meet up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to yeah. do this yeah, again. Right. Somehow and that then judgment came out. I'm like, I'm not even going to buy this game because yeah. why? So now I'm hoping whatever four or whatever mm-hmm. the next one is. Like I'm, I feel like I'm ready. It's been several years since I've played a Gears game, but mm-hmm. 2 was definitely the one that I was like, yeah. this is Horde Mode Alone. Just yeah, so much so fun. And then, but the campaign was still fun. 2 Be- also had the biggest emotional punch. Uh, and yeah. We're going to have Maria? a major spoiler here. You think so? I thought it was 3, but go ahead. Yeah, it's Maria, it's, it's right? It is. Mm. But let's, you know, if you want to I remember the story, I'm just saying. Skip ahead a minute, because we're going to play this. <laughs> oh, please. No. Maria. Please, no. God damn it, it's me, Dominic! Your husband. It's Dominic! Your husband. Marcus, I, I, I don't know what to do. Brother. I don't know what to do, man. She. Oh, kill him and grill him. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then she turns into dust. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, dude, mm-hmm. she was in a bad way. I do, yeah. like, I. I will confess to mm-hmm. getting emotional during some Gears games. No, no, that, you know, like, like it is, it is so broed out. It is yes. so like super macho out, over yeah. the top. But like, you know, like you get into it, you, yeah, you let you yourself get into it. It's and a soap then, opera. Like, no, no. Yeah, and but then that, like that in moment... Gears of War three, when it's like Dom and Marcus, like yeah. at the end of the road mm-hmm. for those two, like, damn well, man, like I re- I realized in that moment. This is why Gears of War three hits a little harder for me is because I realized like I've actually been playing these games for a lot of years and yeah. like I kind mm-hmm. of have this attachment to these weird bro no, muscle no, I, guys. I, I love those characters but only in Gears. I'm saying when I see them in other games you're in versions and you're I, I could really make a, oh, yeah, gi- yeah, yeah, a giant yeah. list of things that of I had course. to play that were just ripping off oh, Gears. Remember when Marcus yeah. Phoenix was a cameo in Lost Planet 2 multiplayer? I 
too, actually. Yeah. It's a bizarre time yeah, in our you lives. Ne- you never even <laughs> played Quantum Theory. That was the yeah. worst. Oh, I finished it. Pop. Oh, you did? I finished it. Jesus Christ. My hat's off to you, man. I because that, that game was, was awful. Because it was one of those like most reviled game of the year, and I'm it like, it was. Challenge accepted. I think I had to review it for someone. I finished it, and uh, it's one of those. So bad. It's one of those gears ripoffs that it's like, yeah, this is pretty bad. But I still maintain the two things it did that I'm like, if you guys could have capitalized on this, this is like a game changer. Was the idea of movable cover, mm-hmm. where like Gears Three had like the weird life forms that would like the snake creatures that you could take cover behind I think and they would move yeah, around like but like very specific boss battles. yeah but like in, yeah no in, I mean I'm, like they had the movable cover was the the, the shields that like the oh, okay the, yeah. like the flail shields. guys but like gear, uh, quantum theory was like when you get like over halfway through the game it was like the war like the platforms you were standing on and these games are very like two-dimensional at the end of the day right like you're moving on X and Y you're not really mo- well mm-hmm. you're moving on yeah X and There's Y no Z. you're not well, I guess X, X and Z. Z and yeah, there's y. no Y. But there's no verticality. And then all of a sudden you get to this point in quantum theory where it's like, yeah, the whole, everything you can stand on just starts moving around at like weird angles and you can stand on them. And it's like, if you could have turned this into something new, like a whole game built around this, this is fucking incredible. Because it's like the whole world is moving around you. And then also the other cool thing it did was you have a Marcus Phoenix type who has this... Uh, lady like ninja with you that rests on your shoulder that you can like hold r1 <laughs> oh, and, yeah. and throw at throw people things. and she just kills anything you hit and i'm like that's fun and then having all this <laughs> terrain move around you in this tower mm. at the end of the game was really cool Interesting. everything else in the game hot shit like like a burning <laughs> dumpster fire of bad games but those two ideas were really cool um, but they're very, it was clearly yeah. trying to be oh, gears man. Like, back to our original our conversation about sort of the Xbox 360 being a very sort of uh, sort of specific place in time the launch mm-hmm. that when we were all at games radar mm-hmm. that the launch of gears I remember it so vividly yeah. looking over Gabe Graziani's shoulder uh-huh. as he played Gears on an HD TV. Yeah. I think it was the first game that I like was watching on an HD TV. Yeah. That, and just like they view Sonic, if I remember. Just yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they review Sonic. Just mesmerized. I mean like deal. the kind of game like I played tons of Halo three, but like I don't think it like stuck in my imagination and my and my mind mm-hmm. in with such a like like this, this focus that I almost remember from childhood, where I'd like read about something in a magazine and then read that article right. seventeen more times. Yeah, like yeah, you yeah. become fixated yeah, on yeah, something, yeah. and like as a grown ass adult, I was so fixated on that game. And how can I get this? How can I play yeah. this? How can I like it was a, bring this into my life? I need an HD two. I need to do all like, this stuff. Uh, yeah. Like the the I say this all the time with the polygons, the sprite generation PS one. Like I wasn't convinced I needed one, and for, I think the three sixty took like a year. And my friend, like, have you seen Gears? Like, nope. Oh my god! Oh my god! Like, why? Oh this this looks completely different, and yeah. I understand it immediately. Like, this is great. It was a it was a system seller for me. So I feel like people are going to have that moment with virtual reality. Mm-hmm. Like that's yeah, yeah. You know, eventually. Yeah. You probably, I mean, you might have. I don't know if you'll have it with a 4K television. Mm-hmm. Maybe you will, but like mm, to necessary. the to the degree, like that leap yeah. was yeah. so well, so good. I will say, from my f- few experiences with virtual reality, I'm just like. When does it come out? I don't like. I keep reading all these things. Like, well, we don't think many people buy. It's like I will buy it on fucking day one. I don't care. I don't even yeah. care if it's Oculus Survive. Whatever comes up first, I will fucking buy. Bring Would it you to buy market. Morpheus if it came out first. <sighs> <laughs> 
Morpheus doesn't do as good a job. Like it has those little rubber things that on on the sides of your eyes that like they're blinders, but they don't block out all the light. No, yeah, it lets light in in a way that the other ones don't. It's true. It's yeah, true. I'm it just, I'm just. Uh, it's been so long since I've sat next to Michael for this long. I know, I'm terrible. <laughs> but no, I just reminding you, I was thinking of VR, but your your default state, your eyes are, you look like your eyes are always closed. I do, <laughs> and I was like, man. I have very thick eyelids. I'm not actually a stoner. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what you identify it as? It's not like... Like boisterous cheeks, also. Yeah, I guess I guess there's some cheeks in here too. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, some cheeks. Yeah, there's probably a lot of features in that beard. Some, got some big apple cheeks. <laughs> you got extra lips under there. Yeah, yeah it's, <laughs> it's a little weird. I got an extra mouth. I just keep corpse <laughs> on my neck. Uh, <laughs> extra necks. <laughs> got like three necks. Oh my god, I love gears. Can I say that before I go and empty my dick? Uh, you can. And on that note, we're going to go out with the song all of us associate most with gears which is Mad World, which Redone. played with the original trailer, which was yeah, which like, made no sense until Although, the Game mo- 2. The mo- no, Game 3. Well, Game game 2 was when sad things started. Happening. I don't no, care if right. it made no sense. That was a sick-ass trailer. It was. The second yeah. trailer was a theme from Little Miss Sunshine, a movie that nobody remembers. Well, that's the, the Divotchka, you already yes. know how this will end. Yeah, and then, yeah. Like, but in, that's what I thought when you were talking what about the... Nobody remembers Little Miss Sunshine. That was Dude, like indie a... darling of the movie situation. Waters, I love time. you. Forgotten. No, okay. one, no, one, no one is watching Little Miss Sunshine. Fair Pretty enough. popular movie. Uh, Ten years ago. <laughs> It's 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 sub Goodwill Hunting. Nice. It's, it's popularity. Nice. Goodwill Hunting was massively popular. What do you mean it's sub Goodwill Hunting? Sub good, no one's watching Goodwill, Goodwill Hunting. Your mother's watching Goodwill Hunting I because said. it's on TBS. Yes, <laughs> but uh, but they played the, they played the song in a third game during a very emotional moment. Did and, they? And yeah, that was like a real emotional wrap up for me. That like they play the the song synonymous with Gears for the first time in the game wow. while a bunch of the characters are dying. <laughs> uh, and I, yeah. I will say the Maria moment is is one of the first emotionally. Uh, resonant moments I remember in mm-hmm. a game. And in the resonant? Game, uh, resonant? Resonant evil. Yeah. Dude, I just remember that trailer you're talking about. You already know how this will end. They're like yeah. going down they're that pod, the, they're like dig- digging through. Yeah, they're all, they're all fucking just, like, having their moment. Yeah. Like, oh, that one was good too. I was the the disappointment I had with Gears of War three was their trailer was the weakest of the Gears like marquee no. music video trailer. Well, There's t- too much going on. Remind me of th- what's three again? I don't remember. That's the one. That's exactly. the most. <laughs> there, that's the one. All but right. that started its own trend. Like the Gears one trailer was like, oh, every game yeah. needs a yeah. slow plotting, mm-hmm. like sad song yeah. juxtaposed with gore and horrific and then action. Halo three really like drove it home with that fucking Chopin. I believe that. I, I, I believe thing, the song yeah. you're referring to is Gary Jules' cover of Tears for Fears. I think he's uh, right. I am positive I'm cover. right. It was a All cover right. of it Tears is absolutely for Fears. We're going to take a little break. <laughs> I'm just desperate to move on. We're going to take a little break. When we come back, we're going to talk about some new releases. But I had one more anecdote. News. Oh, alright, fine. No, that was a lie. <laughs> oh, damn it. I actually did, though. You've rooked me, I did, though. Uh, real quick, I just wanted uh, uh-huh, to delay uh-huh, uh-huh. delay the end of the sure, show. Sure, Yeah, yeah. And uh, just talk maybe we've a already little, we've already cut to commercial maybe a little bit about uh, the raccoon what, is talking just what I did today uh, <laughs> what did you even do today what do you do on a day my life has no meaning anymore do you just, do you like hang out at home with your Tetra I watch uh, superhero TV shows and think right, and look you, out the window what do you got going at, have you seen Supergirl no because are you on that Netflix Marvel tip I am on that Jessica Jones in this weekend I will be bro? this weekend get Dude, ready my buddy who I was just visiting last weekend is it like work. He's like the guy for Marvel and Netflix. And stuff. Oh, yeah, and I can't wait. I'm I'll excited. Be I'll be on it. All right, we'll see you after the break. <laughs> 
Their tears are filling up their glasses. No expression, no expression. Hide my head, I wanna drown my sorrow. No tomorrow, no tomorrow. And I find it kind of funny, I find it kind of sad. The dreams in which I'm dying are the best I've ever had. I find it hard to tell you, I find it hard to take. When people run in circles, it's a very, very bad. Everybody, it's me, the raccoon that lives under Chris's porch, and for Christ, guys, are you really going to make me do this? Come on, it's adorable. The listeners have been asking for this for two weeks. Uh, do I have to wear the hat, too? Well, the hat's the best part. You look so cute. It's just that it's not really a visual medium, and... Come on, the song's playing. You're going to miss your cue. <sighs> if you're liking the Vidja Game Show, there's a few things I think you should know. They need your support, so we exhort you to review on iTunes, bro. Five-star ratings sure help us a lot. And tell friends if you think the show's hot Or buy a t-shirt with that scary Skull logo Barrettstore.lasertimepodcast.com Next to shirts for other shows That are the bomb Also, if you don't think that BGA stinks Buy some stuff through Laser Time's Amazon links Visit us at VidjaGameApocalypse.com Comment on articles and leave us forum posts and tell us what you like about the show or what it should change and tell the hosts that they should stop humiliating me follow us on the twitters you can we're at vg apocalypse man and you'll get to know right when the show goes up sometime around 3 a.m and if you've got payola to give well we sure would appreciate if you click on donate please don't be late like the show uh, just be sure to write that it's for BGA on the donation form. Or it goes to Chris and he'll just piss it away on more laser time. Hey! But before that, I'll find it and then I'll hide it away in my den and make sure that that garbage smell gets blamed on you. And then I will pile all of my rat skulls high, leaving them with they'll clip Chris right in the thigh. Horror bones will scatter all across the floor. Then they'll call his mom and tell her she's a... Okay, I get it. Shut up. Fine, fine. Ugh, I didn't want to do this anyway. Just remember that you put me up to this, okay? Speaking of which, did the listeners really ask for me to do this? Ah, uh, no. I just like Alvin Chipmunk. Oh, hey, me too. I especially like the one where Alvin knows where Dave sleeps and shits in his mouth while he's in bed. Oh, yeah, I... Wait a minute. Enjoy the rest of the show, everybody. And welcome back to our scintillating and amazing second segment, which will no doubt be riding high on the energy we all have left after that hour and a half for a second. I got plenty of energy. Oh, yeah? And alcohol. Thank you, Waters. That was a rollicking good time. And yes. rollicking good time. <laughs> a rollicking good uh, Waters beer-fueled time. Hey, it's, it's almost 8% alcohol. Is it? Yes. Ah, mm. that explains so much. Mm-hmm. Drive safe. Anyway, it is our second segment, which means we are duty-bound and honor-driven to begin with... These are the new releases, they are releasing new releases. These are the new releases, everybody cares. 
then Fallout this... 4 is out this week. Was out last week. What? Why Were is it in my asleep? Facebook feed every 10 seconds then? I, I don't know. Friendo. <laughs> Uh, also out this week, some crazy garbage called Star Wars. Star Star Warms. Uh, yeah, we, that game is full of hell. We streamed yeah. it today right. on YouTube.com slash Laser Time Network. I understand the uh, critical slight, which slights by that I mean that they're saying it's great, uh, but not yeah. excellent. Well, the, the impression that I'm getting is that it is really, really fun and really shallow, which well, seems fine to what me. It's, what it's doing, it, it, it wants to be A, a Star Wars game, mm-hmm. and then B, secondary, it wants to be a shooter, so it is really, really nerfy and easy. So, like, people, it's it's a only an online shooter. It has some, like, tertiary single-player modes, but it really is just an online shooter. Uh, and so if you like online shooters, it's kind of babby, and mm-hmm. not very, uh, yeah, and there's not a lot there. Yeah, but man, like, but the game looks so good. I'm getting it to does that. Look I, I'm, I'm getting to that. I'm like, helping you it, get there. In terms of a great <laughs> Star Wars game, like I like, I can't believe anybody has a bad thing to say about this game. It's so fucking beautiful. It's really fascinating mm-hmm. how like this. It's so visually impressive. Mm-hmm. I think you know, in terms of like, I don't know, major releases this fall, like like Metal Gear Solid Five looked mm-hmm. really excellent, but. The fact that Star Wars, like, we all have these images of Star Wars in mm-hmm. our minds, and the fact that this, like, nails it so well, mm-hmm. combined with DICE's, like, incredible audio uh, expertise, yeah. like, you are in that battle, and it, it feels like a Star Wars thing. There's blaster fire going everywhere. It's so, so cool. But, uh, you know, I that think... Sound that sound that sounds like a laser falling in a puddle that's only only here in Star Wars. Oh, the thermal imploder. Oh, I Bing. love it. I love it. It's, I love that it's all there. Oh, I, so- I, there's... It seems like the kind of thing I would spend 20 hours on, and I think that that's the bummer for people. Is like, I wanted a 16-year multiplayer experience. Yeah. It isn't that, and, it, no, and why does, it doesn't really have to be, because, I mean, none of the Battlefronts were really that for me. They're, they're, uh, they always kind of wore thin a little earlier than most shooters. And this does cast in at wide in terms of modes that you can like play as heroes more often, or fly X-Wings and TIE Fighters and such more often. or play, And then I think, you know, you sort of... Uh, we're a little dismissive of the like uh, the two-player missions and co-op stuff, but like which I haven't had. A t- but I like the best play. way to play on a speeder bike is to just do that training mission a couple times because yeah. it's like it can be a long, narrow corridor. It was, it was the one I had to practice playing, the most. You're playing a speeder bike on a multiplayer map. You're mm-hmm. Like you're pulling U-turns. You're mm-hmm. not super effective. Oh, you're on Endor. Listen, why are you deploying a thing <laughs> that is great at going straight in a straight line, super fast to motherfucking Endor, like <laughs> or the forest moon thereof? Like that is just so asinine. There are trees everywhere. <laughs> Sorry, a little side. Oh, why couldn't they have had that big sob? Car from Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of Shia LaBeouf swinging on vines. I, when, when I, I, there are things about about it that disappoint me when comparing it to like some like Call of Duty that came out last week. But mm-hmm. like it mm-hmm. is a, Star Wars games suck almost all the time. They do. They always. You know have. what? There's another release coming out this week that we're going to talk about in a minute that disproves that. Oh, oh. <laughs> well, those. All right. But uh, yeah, that, like this one doesn't. It's a really good Star Wars game, and you shouldn't be afraid to spend sixty bucks on it and get. 20 to 30 hours of good time out of it. Yeah, and I think also it, it does cast the net wide. Like, mm-hmm. it, it is accessible to people who, like, they have that great ad of a dude just, like, sitting in an office, the X-Wing yeah. comes up, and he, like, chucks a chair through the window and jumps mm-hmm. out on yeah, it. Yeah. Like, I, it is that, it does feel to me like that kind of game that will, like, 
bring a bunch of people in to it'll like, remind oh, people, let me play a Star Wars it'll game. It'll remind people they like games. And like yeah. no Star Wars game has done that in fucking years. See, but that, that ad is like uh, dedicated to like just reminding people like, remember when you used to love Star Wars <laughs> and you used to play Star Wars with your friends all the time? Yes. And like this brings that back. And to me it just says like, remember when you used to make things and, and use your imagination in creative <laughs> ways? And I just get depressed. Instead, you wait, you wait for EA to deliver a fucking uh-huh. pizza to your doorstep every three weeks. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I like. I, I understand why people. It might not be reviewing as well as people would like, but it's gorgeous. It's great. I think it's one of the. I, I have a good feeling it's something that most of us will own who own next gen yeah. platforms. It'll sell really well. It seems kind of like the, mm-hmm. you're going to have this somewhere on your mm-hmm. PlayStation. But I, I have. I, it's just it is multiplayer only. Like for all intents and purposes, mm-hmm. it is, and that that's always a really hard sell, especially on consoles. And I just don't. I don't see it holding on for the next six months. Oh, yeah. I don't think it, you know. I mean, people will play it because they're stoked for Star Wars and they're stoked for some Star Wars nostalgia, but, it's, you know, it's also come old. next summer. I've heard people whisper evolve in mm. the same sentence. Like That's oh, mean. Why would yeah. they do that? Because they're jerks, I guess. I'm probably Man. right. I don't know. I love it. Did you guys know that Evolve got a new monster like two it or three did, weeks yeah. ago? I, I, bought, like some I still haven't of, played as I it. bought I three season I passes. Bad. I should have known. The Medusa <laughs> or Gorgon or something. The it's Gorgon, got, it's got yeah. like a wasp butt or something. Yeah, it looks like arachnid a little bit. It's, yeah, yeah. I don't it's know. I got to try Gorgon it out. Is. I know. We oh, know. no. It's not some Tell lady walking around with snake hair. No. Come on. Well, you played a bunch That's of it, didn't you? You were playing the, the flight stuff on the stream. Yeah, the flight stuff is really fun. It's just I was, as someone used to playing like a lot of flight sims and you know air combat games, uh Oh God! Here oh, comes. Wow. He's having a flashback Bless to the Rosgreaves. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Uh, the controls are for babies, and uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's it took true. me a second. Like as soon as like, all right, A wing. Here we. What? What is this training wheels bullshit? And then I remember. Oh right, Battlefront. And I remember from like ten, well, two thousand four, playing Star Wars Battlefront on Xbox original, mm-hmm. and be like, oh right, these don't control like Ace Combat or like any other. Any other remotely, you know, I mean, Ace Combat itself is kind of a training wheels flight sim, but it's... Oh, it's an arcade. Well, yeah, it's an arcade experience, not a flight sim, <laughs> but it still gives you more control, and I was like, oh, right, no, that's not well, what this is. Bar- yeah. Barring that, uh, I, I, last week during our shit show stream, we unjustly streamed uh, Snoopy's Flying Ace, which has, like, dog, right. dog fighting mechanic, mechanics built into the controls. <laughs> it's dog good. fighting. This one doesn't, though. Like, when you're trying to, like, seriously follow someone and break in midair and turn around... I, yeah. I got the pun. Do you remember when you said dog fighting? I did. I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the, I mean, that's why I'm good at this. The big, the main other thing though is, uh, like, I saw some people like, oh, I die all the time. It's like that's Battlefront. Kind of. Yeah. You it die. Totally is. Everyone dies all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you, that's like, if life. You're, if you're not, if you're not dying at all, then you're only me playing the flight modes. I think it's very indicative that they're giving you kill streak bonuses for like just killing ten people with a certain gun. Yeah. It doesn't matter how many times you die as long as you get there. You know, like yeah. you're not it's trying nice. to. Trying to and survivability is not like you know the yeah the a number one. Well, thing. there there is a star system for that in Darth Vader's tutorial. Survive with seventy five percent health, and that's my my only real complaint about it is like I'm surprised. I was so looking forward to the heroes mode, and when they throw the heroes in the heroes mode in the map, like they're not fun to play as. Which heroes mode? I did like Luke Skywalker. I was looking forward to yeah to playing as, but they just use what you do is you throw me into this gigantic multiplayer shooter map. Sure, and I have to run a, towards a everybody. Thing, yeah. <laughs> I had a great time as Luke Skywalker. Uh, there's this this like heroes face off mode you can play uh, against somebody, 
and like you choose your hero, they choose theirs, and then you are accompanied by some AI soldiers. Mm -hmm. And it's like kill confirmed from Call of Duty, whereas you, mm -hmm. if you kill an, a soldier or a hero, you have to pick up like their tokens tag. to like get your mm -hmm. score up. I had this awesome duel, Luke Skywalker versus Boba Fett, because they're both very nimble. Mm -hmm. And this was an inside of a hangar, so like Skywalker's jumping really high around, and mm -hmm. Boba Fett's obviously flying where the fuck Boba Fett wants to fly. Mm -hmm. And it was like <laughs> it was like a really fun kind of matchup. Not Fett yet, yeah. Fett, yeah. But like yeah. also that's tough because you get into a match with forty people. A hero token spawns. Everyone is immediately just trying to grab yeah, their mm -hmm. ghostly blue coin instead of doing whatever else, <laughs> instead like, of fulfilling their objective. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it, yeah. It's also it's also so fun. weird that like Star Wars is so important to people that like I remember even the beta we're playing on that Hoth map and like it's so hard near the rebels. Rebels are supposed to lose, and like, <laughs> but it's also a game, and like, this needs to be a map people want to look forward to going yeah. to. They have balanced it a little bit, I mm -hmm. think. They've added some touches, which may be more technical than we want to get into here in the Battlefront discussion. But uh, it's such a bizarre. It, it feels game, a little bit more balanced in the beta, at least to me. Mm. Canonically, the rebels did not win. Uh -huh. If you have an interest in Star Wars and you're listening to the show, you're going to like the game. Is yeah. what I'm saying. And like, and I hate, there were a bunch of people on the stream like, ah, oh, this this. This will tell me if I need to buy the game or not. I'm like, no, if you're curious, just buy the game. It's really good for a Star Wars fan. Speaking of Star Wars mm. and games that Brett can talk about, Super Star Wars came out on PS4 and Vita <laughs> this week. Those games aren't very good, though. Say what? He did bring it up as uh. we talk about a great game later. Like, uh, it is. Like they're, not, I, I, they're not good. I thought it was great. They're not. In, in 1991. I think it's great yeah, that they're out. That it's great yeah. that they're out, but like they were important then, and they were a big part of what got me into Star Wars because I missed it all through grade school wow and got into it around 93 when they're uh pre-thx vhs's which that phrase alone is impenetrable pre-thx okay got it so no, it's, no, I got it's it. the, the, the before thx 1138 came out on VHS. no it's before the thx 1995 the half head yeah it's before that so like 92 93 mm -hmm. right around seventh grade for me was there were some VHSs out that were just like the old you know movie poster mm -hmm. art, and then those CBS Fox presents. Yeah, and then Super Star Wars came out, and then Imp Super Empire. I actually got like the Christmas it came out, but those games, like while they were important and fun at the time, even then I was like, this is really frustrating. And mm -hmm. those games are just like they're hard because they're not well balanced, not because they're just hard. They're I mean, well made. Yeah, it's not like that's the old. But you can jump with Luke's lightsaber extended and do like a spin attack, and it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, but only an Empire. It's awesome like... that they exist. I did have an idea for a feature: the worst games to grace the cover of Nintendo Power, and then I realized, <laughs> like, oh my god, this is one of them. Uh, maybe, maybe. I mean, it's not like it's an awful game. It's just not great. It like, was it... much better than either of the NES versions. Sure, oh my god, definitely. they're terrible. Those are really including bad. the Famicom version, which so I own now. Uh, just about yeah. Well, it's the one where Darth Vader comes out and turns into a scorpion at the end of the Sand Crawler level. <laughs> what? Yeah, it was Japan. It's how it ended yeah, over there. Exactly. That's the ending wow. they saw. Like all the all the bosses, are just Darth Vader comes out and transforms into them, which is a very strange way what, to structure your like game. Midichlorians, your brainwave. I guess. Yeah. Right. Or or just like, well, Darth Vader's the only real bad guy here, so let's just have him turn was into. Was that a shit. surprise that that was happening, or did people know that was going to happen up before this week? Uh, I might have heard something about it. I thought it last I heard week, something about it. Was, it, but it was sort of a stealthy. I couldn't launch. find it when I googled it. Superstar. You'd be surprised how many Google results you get for Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> also, Assassin's Creed Syndicate's coming out on PC on the nineteenth. Haven't played it yet, but uh, I'm very eager to because I'm sure it'll look 
awesome compared to the console. Ones. Are you mm-hmm. eager to play it on the PC? Uh, I, I kind of am. Yeah. Yeah. I got yeah. a publisher. Full, full disclosure: there, so. I work for those people. But okay. uh, I don't, but I stole a publisher account and I can't get it for uh, free until it comes out on PC. Give me your publisher account. I can't. should have that. We are we are Steam buddies. Didn't we uh, root that together? We, are, we share a library? I, yeah. Yeah. Well, I share my library with you. I don't think you share anything. It can't work both ways. You're very stingy. Uh, Mario Tennis Ultra Smash is also Yes! We all wanted that. That's why you bought a Wii U. That's their only Christmas release. That's their system <laughs> seller, Mario Tennis. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, no. there's never been a, a bad Mario Tennis game, technically. Uh, yeah, there has. Has there? Has there been a good one? Yeah, tons. All right. I mean, I just have a lot of good positive experience with the Camelot uh, Game the Boy N64 Color. The N64 and Game Boy Color ones were really good. Everything after that is like varying degrees of like, Okay, and we have a top seven up this, this week. is all about Mario sports games. Um, so yes, let Dave regale you with what's good. Super and what's Strikers not. charge. That's, I was number one in the world for a very brief period in the games what? industry. Yeah, before it was released to the public. press. Press situation. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, but right. I was. We've, not, all been, we've all been number was, one in the. Press I was number one. The second one was God. <laughs> God, I beat God at Mario Strikers Charge. I have a screenshot of it. It's awesome. I believe it. God. Yeah, that Bowser spike ball special. Uh, God just doesn't know how to defend against it. No, no, it. Wario fart mode. Oh, it's the only Jesus. way to win that. That's very real, by the way. It farts all over the field. OP. All right, let's get into... Thank you for sitting through our very anachronistic news sound clips. Oh, that wasn't you are from officially good sports. Man, I'm just so psyched every time I hear that old modem noise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you see that good feels. Like so a, great. I'm like, an email oh, yeah. is popping up to tell it's me Sierra how to contact Space Online time, baby. <laughs> Actually, to go uh, to the ruins of Cawdor. Since you bring up Star Wars, mm-hmm. I know where that uh, that Imperial probe droid that sound effect comes from comes from the Marin County Police Scanner because we had one in the office of the newspaper where I used to work and it would make that sound all the fucking time. Wow. <laughs> really? Like there's a probe yeah. droid in the fucking building, but no, that's just oh. how the police scanner I sounds. saw that documentary yeah. on TV like when uh, like Cable acquired the Star Wars movies and like, how do they make all the sounds? And like, for an hour I was, it was enthralling and, and the, the blaster so cool. one is great because it's just like, those two tethering wires that hang on a telephone pole so it doesn't ah, fall down. Yeah. They put they put a little microphone on it and someone hit it with like a little tiny hammer. Pew, 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 pew. It's it's awesome that all Star Wars shit comes from like San Francisco stuff. Yes, essentially yeah. like in things. Your neighborhood. Yeah, in our neighborhood is where all the Star Wars. Those documentaries came. are so cool. They I really highly are. recommend you guys check those out. There's they're broken out on YouTube in mm-hmm. in like a couple minute clips. Like I was watching one about the. The sound when the Millennium Falcon hyperdrive s- fails to start. And just like the layers of, yeah, the different layers there. It's so cool. It, it sounds like a Ford Model T for a second. Yeah. Like, <laughs> 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 so Nintendo Direct last week. Indeed. We didn't get to talk about. Holy shit. There Indeed. was so much stuff. Uh, it was like, look, Reggie said, look, I know we don't have anything for Christmas, but we want you to buy it anyway. And then after Christmas, tons of stuff is coming out. Well, I mean... I did pre-order Xeno whatever. Xeno Bleeds. Oh, yeah. Xeno uh, 13-year-old girl in the bikini, whatever. It's not... not You're not seeing that in America. Isn't that is in the that title? because you are just like a talking potato creature fanboy, or... <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, I bought the soundtrack without ever playing the game last time I was in Japan, and I was like, you know, I should probably 
play the game because uh, I haven't played a really dense JRPG in a long time. No, Xenoblade, the 3DS one I bought for the new 3DS is amazing. It's really good. Yeah, I had started the Wii one years ago, and I just, I don't know, I kind of petered out like 17 hours in. It was like, this is not ending anytime soon. You went into a really dense JRPG, and then at 17 hours, you were like, (laughs) man, this isn't really ending anytime soon, and we're surprised by that? No, yeah, I know, but it was like, I think something happened right after that, like Skyward Sword, or I don't remember what else happened. No, it's just, it's the pressure of doing this for a living, and then like, I have to play everything in like 80 hours, and I understand this in the first two, that this is what I'll be doing for 80 hours, like, I... I gotta move on to other things. I totally sympathize. Every once in a while, yeah. I do like to disappear in like a grindy JRPG. I finally finished. Uh, I've been playing Virtues Last Reward for like two, the one. three months, uh, and that was great. I never mm-hmm. finished a single visual novel type game, but that was great. But okay. the direct did make me go, "Oh right, that that this is a game I should get involved but in." Henry, so, oh Henry, lost his mind over the Dragon Quest announcement. Of course, yeah. he, he has a whole article He's up on like why it's did. important. Uh-huh. But, it is, but it is important. I understand why. Well, I guess Dragon Quest Eight coming out. That's and seven. Yeah, and seven. Which like, one was the PS2 one? Was that eight? Eight. Yeah. Eight, yeah. But the 3DS versions of all of those that have been in like locked like. What do you want to say? Seven, Locked in the J- Japanese vault yeah, for years. Seven for came years. out years ago in Japan, and eight eight was this earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think eight is like the one to play of all of the Dragon Quests. That's my no. I, I, I do default back on like your description of that, and like I forget it was a top seven we did on Radar years ago, or like the world ending, or like the best endings mm. uh, for Dragon Quest eight, and like it was at that point it was super hard to find, and so the idea that it's optimized for 3ds and it it, it is. It, that happened years ago and is finally coming to America, mm-hmm. which for people like Henry, like they just don't. You get spinoffs more than you get main games. Mm. Uh, I don't know. It's nice if you're a Dragon Quest fan. Hmm. There's so many little stories too, like mm-hmm. uh, Linkle coming to Linkle. Uh, the, the female Link, female Link coming to uh, Hyrule Warriors just uh, Hyrule for 3DS. Or something like that. It was only written in about in a book. It like it didn't actually exist. Well, it's Hyrule Warriors Legends that she's coming. To. I know, but I mean, like the character has been referenced officially by Nintendo before. Is she? Yeah, and like, and maybe in Hyrule or Historia. And I have Historia, but I don't, I don't remember seeing oh. it. Uh, Hyrule Warriors art book released mm. last something. Uh, yeah, so looking like, at Polygon's story. <laughs> yeah, it had never, like the character has never been in a game before, and now you mm-hmm. can play as him, her. Dual wield crossbows. Yeah, that kind of thing. Probably they didn't just go with like Linka. <laughs> yeah, why not Linka? Um, also, uh, Twilight Princess HD. That's neat. That is neat. Yeah, I put an article on Laser Time about like the weird path that game has taken mm-hmm. from 2000s test tease footage at the Space World show. Yeah, that was Link fighting a like a real you know an Ocarina of Time style mm-hmm. like duel, but it, it it planted this seed in everyone's mind of. Oh, we're gonna get this really serious like take and sequel to this Ocarina, is, and then you have to be old enough to remember that like here, Nintendo released like we're gonna have a new system. Here's all, what our games will look like, yeah, and they show the Zelda footage that didn't materialize into an actual game because yeah. Wind Waker mm-hmm. was the only yeah. like everything else in a way. I mean, the hundred Mario's thing didn't, but like Luigi's Mansion did, Metroid Prime did, and the Zelda thing. Next time we saw it a year later, it was like this weird cell shaded cartoon thing and it was like well wait what happened to the thing you just showed us that was like the payoff to the Ocarina of Time yeah, like this, blue balls we all this had this Wind Waker yeah. thing is the worst thing ever and yeah. I will create several online petitions saying <laughs> such yeah. and it turns and out it was delightful it's amazing. Actually, and amazing that art style is incredible that's why I keep telling yeah. people like who are down on like what's the Metroid Prime 3DS game like Federation Force yeah Federation like we've been through this before it might that's actually be good not the same thing at all I, it might be but, the same thing uh, it, that's not but uh, 
then it, when eventually finally the next year in 04 they did which was my first E3 and Miyamoto comes out with the sword and shield and all that and it was like this weird journey of Twilight Princess over literally a 16 year period of like what it what it might be what it is and then what it's going to become like I put an article on LazyTimePodcast.com where I'm also asking for people who were like what was your experience with this because for some it was their first Zelda because it was a yeah. Wii launch title so that was a very easy end mm-hmm. uh, it's a weird game it's a weird Zelda to boot um, but I, Midna I, though Midna is the Midna's best great. Oh, yeah. Midna is such the best. a great Midna edition. gives the whole like ever since uh, what's her name Hmm. Hey, Zelda. Navi, oh, Navi, Navi, Navi. Navi. Ever since Navi, they feel like they have to have one in every game, and it's like Midna's the only one that I actually like because yeah. they tied her to the story. Well, her voice doesn't also also doesn't grate on your ears. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then Fee from Skyward Sword is like kind of fun at the start, and then it's like I don't care. I I, I had the big heart on for Skyward Sword HD because that that seemed like the game. I that... finished Skyward Sword. It was great, but I you got I want to play Skyward Sword without those awful I motion, the motion control. The problem is it's built it's so crude. It's I so don't keyed into how they Well, I'll, that's I'll, what I'm saying. I'll play like, it with fucking right analog stick. Mm-hmm. I that's just, what I'm saying like it's so difficult yeah, to like get around a lot of the things that it does. It's like it's built around very precise rotating and moving. It's like mm. I, I, not that you can't do it. It's like it's going to be a lot more work. I just mm. want a version of Skyward Sword where I can skip to like hour 5 when they stop telling me you want the most basic ass shit about the game. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, uh, hey, Link, remember? You gotta wake up. Remember this thing you've been preparing for your whole life? Uh, don't forget your bird. Remember that bird you've been life partners with for your whole life? Gosh, you're so forgetful. Yeah. God damn it. Also, little known character from the PS1 era is coming to Smash Brothers. Uh, I don't, I don't know why they didn't go with a Crash Bandicoot or a Spyro. I, I, but it's, it's some uh, sort of wizard named Cloud. Uh, it's all about was, the hair, man. All about the hair. That yeah, was yeah, pretty. Yeah. Like when we were yeah. all watching, and, and like the first note of that song came on. Yeah, like, like what? Oh, I'm man. like <gasps> what? Because that song still gets me to this day. Like I. It just was, we we're all like fucking armchair experts and like nobody would have predicted that even yeah. though it's the most obvious greatest thing to yeah, do yeah if you, if you want to like and activate that exact base like what's the what's the perfect get like oh well cloud and like no, no even duh, if you thought like, about it you would say like ah there's no way they're not gonna, gonna do that, do that. No. like that will be too hard and then, like, so man damn it's great and uh, like I I don't know just not yeah. not this is too long a conversation the only, the only way it could be better is if they also introduced a uh, solid or naked or punished snake is going to join the cast as well and fight Cloud directly. That um, could be kind of awesome. My my uh, instinct tells me Konami does not want to make any games and wants somebody else to. <laughs> you may be right. You may be right. So that like I think it might happen. But I was just thinking about the next Nintendo console, and it's like, how do you even? Assuming that like everybody who buys a Nintendo console knows you won't have third party support at all, or it'll be irrelevant. Hmm. Um, what do you do? And like you could just make. Smash Brothers and Mario Kart forever and incorporate other characters for years and still be a successful company. I like the idea of like a, a, a monthly Smash Brothers announcement for Nintendo, <laughs> and it's like one of five. They release five games a year. We all love mm-hmm. them, and they just get new content. We all just the time. take characters from other platforms' games. Yes, exactly. Yeah, It'd yeah. be great. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Uh, also, I want to talk about a weird story that's been circulating around. Mm. As much as I don't want to bring the real world into this and bring things down with mm-hmm. mention of terrorist attacks, uh, there has been like a weird story that's been circulating like the, the Paris attackers were using the PlayStation 4 <laughs> to talk to each other. Mm-hmm. And 
like Newsweek came out, Newsweek of all outlets came out and debunked this, mm-hmm. saying, no, what it started out is this Belgian security uh, minister who's talking about that, like, well, the, the hardest communications to decrypt are the ones happening on PlayStation 4. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of probably a push for more, uh, you know, surveillance oversight over encrypted communications. But then some, the, it, the Forbes story took that ball and kind of ran with it. Mm-hmm. And they just kind of postulated a bunch of different ways that, like, the, the terrorists could have talked to each other. Like, well, you could, you could spell out a message in coins in Super Mario Maker. Yeah. Or you can spray a message onto a wall in bullets in Call of Duty and then it'll evaporate. Like, like, that's absurd. Yeah. But... Like, uh, no, I fucked it up. Let me start over. Yeah. No. But it's still in the realm of possibility. And then at least one other outlet picked that up as though that had happened. <laughs> and, uh, oh, aren't we all internet. freaked out about this? About and, and, like, made an extra cognitive leap where they were saying... Well, Super Mario Maker, uh, you can sh- you can trade levels on P- PS4, and like no, you, you don't know shit you about video games. Can't. You should not be reporting. You on can, this. but it has to be oh a YouTube God. video. Like, like, do you get the suspicion that like there's always the site that takes the satire or mm-hmm. the speculation and reports it as true? Like hmm. that there's some sort of like holding company that their job is to just create no. these like. Like gormless I, bullshit, like news sites that. Yep, yep you got to cut onto this one. We'll get those. Hits. Like, we'll shut you down. We'll have this next one in I the actually, pipeline. Ten ugliest celebrities. I actually like this story, and that's my rudimentary knowledge of like how those the voice technology works over consoles, and that it, it's not encrypted per se, mm-hmm. but it is sent as a different signal, and like the government mm-hmm. would have to build and finance it completely. And I bet yeah, you, like they, if you're capturing gameplay, like uh, the. the Chat audio is yeah. often not carried yeah, I, through that recording. I bet device. you they have to. They have to. Like, who's seen the wire here? I have. And remember, like the wire when they're sending out through. The, they don't know what are they sending. I don't even. I can't even tell what they're sending. Mm-hmm. And it took them like four episodes to figure out. Oh, they're sending in what is this? Two thousand four. They're sending pictures. That's why our equipment doesn't fucking tap these phones, and we just see your weird shit because we're looking for sound and not these pictures. They're sending. Was it pictures or was it like pager signals? No, it was pictures. They were sending pictures of clocks with coordinates on them. Oh. And, they, and they, for a year, they defeated the police because they didn't know to look at that. Why mm-hmm. would anybody know to look at a PlayStation 4 microphone signal hmm. that also like has a weird encryption range and is not a traditional uh, audio signal? Like It is not to good on you, terrorists, but mm-hmm. like, no. it, it is... A, it is in an intuitive way to like send you could communicate but like it's that. interesting how like there is this kind of blind spot to okay like you know video games are a leisure entertainment pursuit whatever but like there's technological innovation behind mm-hmm. every video game console mm-hmm. i heard a story recently about saddam hussein buying like yeah. thousands of ps2s he, like back in the day forbidden to buy supercomputers yeah, because he can't actually so he buy computer parts so he buys mm-hmm. the yeah. and just busting down and you know we all know about like the US military buying ps3s mm-hmm. because it was the fast like the cheapest most cost effective mm-hmm. way processor, for them to get yeah. these processors because mm-hmm. the console makers subsidized them like I don't know if the I think P- it's just interesting to to sort of like view games in that way as like uh you know this technological thing that can mm-hmm. yeah of course like, I don't, of I course don't know these are the... parts this is like as a physical reality to it. Uh, I don't Bubsy's coming to Steam Bubsy Bubsy's here for me Dark Bubsy 420 He's there for you uh, there that for is the same 
Yes. Bubsy twofer. Why would anyone want these games now? They were never revered. No, I like, love them. Come on, guys. Nobody y- loves them. You're holding one on this week's Laser Time Listen, cover. Yarn <laughs> is back in a big way, and we have Bubsy to thank for the relevance of Yarn in video games. Man, we're bringing EG- back the OG Yarners EGM here. cover star Bubsy? Yes, February, exactly. February 93. Oh, my God. Of course you remember Listen, that. the Yarn covetousness of that era was really tapping into something in the cultural zeitgeist that we but haven't really fully realized until now with Yoshi's World War. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Why don't they bring back Bubsy 3D, though? The genuinely uh, unplayable oh. Bubsy. No, no, because we just played that on our the shit show. The game that it's killed the good. series. Well, they bring back 1 and 2, but then there's the Jaguar one. Mm-hmm. Claws Encountered Ooh. of the Third Kind. That's side-scrolly, right? Wasn't that the subtitle for the first one? Is that the first one? Yeah. Uh, but there, there was another one made specifically for Jaguar. Jaguar had right. its own yeah. subtitle. It's, it's like own Fractured Furry Tales? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think yeah. that's right. But we've been... I own it for some reason. We've been I'm not sure that I've ever actually thought of Bubsy as a cat. <laughs> hey, Bob, Bubsy is a Bubsy, and like, why does Bubsy love yarn? Oh, I guess cats it's, do. Oh, I forget wait, the name. is Bubsy a cat? It's being brought to you by a company called like Retroactive that looks like they're taking an interest in, you know, kind of SNES obscurities and wanting to re-release them Get in another plot, man. Come yeah, on. I think that's where the money is. But that's the thing. Like, if there's a game that's never been re-released that you love, like this Bubsy might be the forebearer to that. Yeah, you put Plock on there. A little business model that can you know <laughs> yeah. support with like a thousand downloads. I have like, no idea hey. how. Uh, you're gonna need more than a thousand. Mm. Yeah. So last week's question of the week: uh, What's the most difficult choice you've had to make? Between two or more games that came out at the same time. Brett, you'll be glad to know we answered for you last week. Wow. And uh, of speculated that it was something for Super Nintendo that ended with you getting a job at Toys R Us with all your friends. Uh, <laughs> do you want to give us an actual how would that? How would that derive from a game I could or couldn't buy? I don't know. Ask Henry. He was he was playing you that time. Uh, well, strangely enough, uh-huh. I mentioned Plock in jest earlier, but oh, I true. I remember being <laughs> my my thirteenth birthday in '93, uh, getting money for my birthday, and then being like, "What should I get?" It's Secret of Mana. Everyone's telling me Secret of Mana, Secret of Mana, and I bought Plock instead. <laughs> uh, which you know has it, ruined him to this. It's day. a great mm-hmm. game, man. I still love it to this day. The soundtrack, Tim and Jeff Fallen. I think it's mostly Jeff for that one. But, uh, I mean, I got Secret of Mana later, but th- that was a point where I remember standing in there just being like, man, which one should... Uh, and same thing with Lost Vikings. I think that was in the mix, too, where I'm like, wow. shit, I want all three of these. and I, uh-huh. I, All three of these Vikings in this game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That has three Vikings. Anything, any, any such Sophie's Choice? I was just trying God to, and I think that like the my instances of purchasing video games were so rare that I think that my decisions were more in the rental sphere <laughs> of like which one do I rent from the yeah. video pros? They soon to be subsumed by the blockbuster. Yeah. Uh, but I can't remember any choice in particular. I can only remember that there was a game called Toki Going Ape Spit. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I did not get that game title for the longest time because <laughs> I didn't know Going Ape Shit was a ter- was a phrase. Yeah. I was like, Toki Going Ape Spit. This doesn't make any sense grammatically. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. Till like a, a ripe old age of I don't know, a teenager or high school mm. or something. I was like, Oh, shit! <laughs> yeah. yeah, they said shit on the oh, cover. Oh, damn. <laughs> So Even though Toki's a monkey, was, was, that. was Toki a monkey that spat fire that turned into a man, or a man who turned into a monkey that spat fire? 
He was in it. Monkey there, first. There was some transformation there. And then you would get a thing, I think, that would power you up, like Amagon ah. style, right? Ah, yes, like Amagon. That game everyone remembers, oh, yeah. created by American Sammy. Cultural <laughs> touchstone, Amagon. Amagon. Back. Jesus, so walk away. <laughs> yeah, Amagon became Megagon. <laughs> and then Space Megagon. Remember, yes. <laughs> no, we were just reading <laughs> which Polygon. Led to, which led yeah. to the Ben Affleck movie, Gone Amagon. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even get through that. I was so proud of myself. You know it's a good one when Chris starts laughing mid-joke at himself. Gone, am I gone? Jesus Christ. So your answers to... First one to answer is Baca is Dumb 1. Says, for me, the hardest choice has been the simplest and also the hardest. Picking which Pokemon version to get. This is important. Since, unlike other simultaneous releases, I have a very hard time justifying going back for a second version of a very similar game. The hardest time for me was specifically choosing between mm. Pokemon Soul Silver mm. or Heart Gold, the Gen 2 remakes. Silver. Especially Red since ball. I had never played the original Gen 2 games, this decision was heartrending. In the end, I went with Soul Silver. Correct. And I'm pretty sure I made the right choice. You did. Either I I, I picked Heart Gold. You saying I, I made a wrong decision? No, but we complement each other now. Oh, okay. It's fine. You made the right choice didn't for you. Did we all have to oh, make a decision good. which ones we were I all sucked. getting because we were all playing one another? Well, yeah, especially for uh, Black yeah, and yeah, White yeah. back in the day That's and right. Diamond and Pearl, yeah, which was a great Prince song. Uh, either way, I benefited since I was on the track team at the same time that the Poka Walker came out. <laughs> Part of <laughs> the reason jock. I signed up for long distance workouts. That's uh, probably should. I wish Henry was here to talk about the um, Fire Emblem. I got it. Uh, the Fire Emblem stuff. From the Nintendo, there's four different versions of Fire, Fire Emblem. Again, Holy essentially. shit! Like it's it's really confusing. Well, there's the two, and then there's the third chapter that you get. Yeah, but also there. has additional things to it. And the like, third, which one has naked version. friendship? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to look at your that'd naked. Be, that'd body. be Fire. That'd be Fire Emblem Uncle. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, isn't there like one that allows for same-sex relationships and another one that doesn't? I don't know. Or was that just like some crazy early thing? Mm-hmm. Uh. But it has a release date. Henry's going to be pissed at us for not mentioning that more. Uh, Rad Margaret says, says, I got Bloodborne in Witcher 3 on the same day. I have uh, Platinum Bloodborne. On the other hand, I have a few potions and then stabbed a dog in Witcher. (laughs) As long as you stabbed a dog. Man, Bloodborne. Oh, Stabby Joe says, in October 2012, uh, there were many high-profile releases, uh, and I wanted all of them. However, as the month went on, uh, discussions were made for me. Uh, Resident Evil 6 turned out to lackluster. Assassin's Creed 3 was disappointing. And for many, and uh, and WWE 2K13... Wait, WWE 13. It wasn't 2K13 yet. Mm -hmm. uh, Had not creatively creatively moved an inch. It came down to Dishonored and XCOM. Both the surprise hits of the year. Mm. Eventually I went with XCOM, if only to play what turned out to be uh, the longer experience in the end. Man, I love Dishonored, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Have you ever watched, uh, like, recently on YouTube... Dishonored like skill runs. Mm. No, oh, there yeah. are some incredible, mm. like like just dismantling levels with like you know you have your max your skills are all maxed mm-hmm. out, but like just sort of chaining stuff together with this incredible like acrobatics and mm-hmm. even like little like skill flare mm-hmm. stuff. Like mm-hmm. this is like speed run with yeah. style. Yeah. Like I encourage you guys to like to do some googling and, huh. and see if well, you, see can, if you can chase some of these clips down. You can actually like freeze time and move your enemies around, right? Oh yeah, freezing yeah. time, moving stuff around, yeah, like yeah. just like di- you know, oh, like manipulating your enemies to like kill each other. I saw like, one like for some reason I never thought about this, but like he would move his enemies to like have their backs to like 
precipices. And then he'd uh, just teleport back into his regular form and scare them. And when he did that, they would always take a step back and then fall off the ledge. So good. Yeah. So good. Uh, Crepe Crisis uh, says, Not again, but my parents made me choose between seeing episode four in theaters or getting the entire original trilogy on VHS. What? Monsters. This is a weird choice. It's like $30. Choice. Yeah, it's a like a, a $7 ticket Sweet. versus uh, episode one, do you think? It says episode four in here. I'm assuming this is 1997. I'm assuming it's special edition. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Fair enough. Uh, the dilemma Sorry being, to doubt you, Crepe Crisis. The dilemma being that I could see one in theaters and wait for Christmas to see the other two or get a less good viewing experience for all three. How I chose... That's, How are you to know as a kid? Is, this your is parents such, are mean. Your parents spent a lot of time on this. Mm. Uh, I chose to see four in theaters, and I feel like that was the right call as I had never seen Star Wars before. Oh. What a bizarre scenario I to feel have like to... Uh, they were trying to teach you some sort of lesson? <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> to wait? Uh, Raccoon Hail. Mm. The hardest for me was World of Warcraft, and basically all the games that came out from 2004 to 2006. That mm-hmm. was the peak of my WoW addiction. WoW Rin addiction? Mm-hmm. And uh, I hadn't yet woken up and put the needle down. If I hadn't also lived in the dorms during that time period, I would have missed out on peak Halo 2. I did miss out on peak Guitar Hero, which I guess is a bummer. Um, is it? Yeah. Peak yeah. Guitar Hero? The, man. Well, peak, like, peak Guitar Hero for me was 2, and then that led into Rock Band. Peak Guitar yeah. Hero is my favorite Pokemon. I feel like, uh, for me, Guitar <laughs> Hero was, like, so much more of a solo achievement endeavor, whereas Rock Band was, just like, a social uh, gathering thing that, like, peak Guitar Hero could come at any time for you was, specifically, whereas, like, Rock Band, if you're not doing the Rock Band party thing or, like, going to events, then maybe you're missing out more on that. I, I just remember yeah. Guitar Hero unifying a bunch of gamers and non-gamers. What do we want? We want to go to this bar or this club or stay here? All meet up at this house, play Guitar Hero. Play Guitar Hero, yeah. And like it, it totally worked. It was great. Like everybody played. Everybody played around, and they went and drank and hung out. But the rock band endless set list is where it's at. Uh, Badger Noonan says, "For me, it was Super Mario Brothers two and Double Dragon. Ah, I love Super uh, Mario Brothers uh-huh. two. SMB two looked uh, great in Nintendo Power." But I love Double Dragon so much from playing it in the arcade. Yeah. Uh, I was 11 at the time, and the amount of money an 11-year-old typically has, uh, so it was a big decision. The lack of SMB2 games in, uh, in supply in my area ended up making my decision easy, and I ended up with Double Dragon, uh, which is at least a pretty good runner-up. Uh, fast forward a few months later, uh, I did end up getting SMB2 for Christmas. My mom would later tell me she bribed a Toys R Us clerk uh, to save one for her. Mom's the best. Aww. What are we humming? Now you're in Subcon. You're back outside. <laughs> so many listeners are so confused right yeah, now. You're almost out of time. Uh, Apollo Mask says, I face a difficult fiscal decision right now. Either I can buy a PS4 and start up on the backlog of games I've been meaning to play, or I upgrade my PC so that I can play the copy of Fallout 4 that I bought. Uh, that, that cinches it. I have one game versus yeah. dozens. No, I have to buy every other game. I have to choose so between every game that came out on the PS4 and Fallout 4. 
It's a surprisingly difficult decision. Well, every game that came out for PS4 also includes Fallout 4. True. So, Which you'd have to buy again. Yeah, that's true. Uh, well, don't you, know don't you just no get things for free when you buy the console? Isn't like, that how it works? I think he's full of shit because he probably wouldn't <laughs> He wouldn't have bought Fallout 4 for PC if he wasn't considering upgrading it already. Mm, yeah. yeah. And there's honestly no wrong choice here because Rocket League is available on both platforms. Uh, Obi Sean Kenobi says, "My memory may be a little hazy, but didn't Alan Wake and Red Dead come out on around the same day? Mm. I played Alan Wake first since I knew that once I started Red Dead, it would not stop. No time to waste picking up Thermos. Gotta get the game over with. <laughs> what about the Verizon? Uh, yeah, you gotta uh, get the Verizon. To get to the Verizon Lighthouse. Uh, Schmick Can you hear Mofo. me now? Can you careful hear me with, now? Careful with that. Whoa, my dad made me choose between Maximum <laughs> Carnage or Sonic Three. Wow. On Genesis when <laughs> I was a choice. child. What a monster. Uh, the correct choice is to get uh, Fox and the Hound on VHS. <laughs> those came out when the same. When you're the best of friends. We'll be friends forever. Mm. I'm sure they weren't released around the same time because we all can't be robots like Brett. God damn it. <laughs> but it was still a hard choice as a child to pick between Spider-Man and Sonic. In the end, I picked Sonic 3 and rented Maximum Carnage later down the track. That's probably the probably correct the choice. Uh, Maximum yeah. Carnage is not great. Mm. When uh, you said Maximum Carnage, I thought Total Carnage. Even worse. And, and lastly, Travis says, in 1996, I had to decide if I should uh, trade in my SNES library to uh, pre-order Final Fantasy VII and pay for uh, for most of a PS1. At that time, I thought trading in all these these games I had beaten would net me a new console, and a game I was giga-hyped for was oh. a great deal, so oh. I did it. A couple of years later, I had a lot of regret when I realized my SNES library was pretty much a greatest hits for the system. Final Fantasy II, Final Fantasy III, Secret of Mana, Legend of Zelda, LTTP, Ooh. Chrono Trigger, Earthbound, and Super Mario RPG were all lost Ooh. in the trade. Oh. Uh, I should have considered other means to raise the, the funds needed to jump into the 32-bit era. Lesson fucking learned. I, 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 I did that to get my PS1 famously uh, by Ooh. trading in all my Sega stuff for which I kept all the receipts because I was a weird kid. <laughs> And they gave me all the money back because Babbage's had no return policy. <laughs> wow. Uh, so uh, get dunked. A successful ba- business to this day. Get dunked Babbage's. <laughs> $330 in store credit. <laughs> get dunked, dunked. Uh, new question of the week. What game is most emblematic mm-hmm. of the generation that started with Xbox 362? And I'm not talking about your favorite game. I'm not talking mm-hmm. about the best game. But when you think of Xbox 360, what is the first game that immediately springs to mind? For me, it's Red Dead Redemption. Because that is probably my favorite thing to have played on an Xbox 360. It was way bigger than that machine's architecture as I understood it at the time, probably should have allowed. It was this gigantic, sprawling epic that I got lost in for weeks. But when I think of Xbox 360, that is the first thing that pops into my mind. That and Bioshock. Emblematic. I, I'm going to steal Chris's, which is Gears of War. Oh! <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, somebody else got to the resonator before me. Yeah, yeah. buddy. Because, I mean, you're, you're right. You, all your points earlier about the amount of clones it inspired, not just in terms of visual aesthetic, but in terms of gameplay mechanics and gameplay modes. People were just like, yeah. hey, we could do this. Uh, yeah. We just do this with a different gruff-looking white dude and a different North, weird it's no big deal. situation that's bad for people. <laughs> it's going to be great. And not that even that was like a series I spent a lot of time with because I didn't get into that multiplayer super mm-hmm. super uh, not the competitive or anything like that mm-hmm. like I you know had my time with them and I spent way more time with other franchises but to me like yeah that was not not and and also I think beyond the 
the game design influence of it, the cultural influence of it, in terms of uh, the the sort of the casting the net into this sort of like defining this kind of bro culture for around video games in mm-hmm. a way that you know had its ups and its downs, and then this sort of like mass bigger market appeal that this would uh, that that Gears of War sort of appeal. Like I feel like that was part of also like the crossing into like pro athletes playing games in a prominent way. Like that whole thing just felt like a big cultural touchstone to me. Because uh, I was going to take Crackdown anyway. Oh, well, all right. That and, works and, out. And because part of, I'm stealing it because it's my first, but it's also uh, sort of like when you had to consider a game, do I like what this game looks like? And um, how well does it use all of the Xbox 360's features, which became a thing that I looked at, which that never happened with any console ever. Like, how does this apply to my gamer score? Well, because consoles um, before that didn't really have it, like, didn't. features and, in the way yeah, that a gamer score does. And, you know, and yeah, and like, is this... Some of the games that was pre-Xbox, really, is it HD? Is it 480p? Does it work in components? Or, uh, but, it, but Crackdown specifically is like, does this have online features, and how exactly does that work, and will I like them? And the uh, jump-in, jump-out aspect of Crackdown is, I think, just... Yeah. It, should, it shouldn't be overlooked as a huge uh, milestone for that entire platform. It's something I kind of look for uh, with every multiplayer game now. Can, can my friend... Hey, come join me in a game. It's we take it for granted now, but like it was a thing that didn't happen every day uh, before Xbox 360. So happy birthday, Elston. Uh, I mean, that whole like being able to send invites to friends and join games is is really the backbone of the whole 360 experience. Mm-hmm. So it it boils down to two things for me. Outside of the obvious things, like everyone's already mentioned, like Gears and Halo, obviously, mm-hmm. but. Uh, for me, it's probably Left 4 Dead. Like, mm. I could not believe how much time I put into that. At a game that, in the whole lead-up to it, I was so disinterested. I'm like, yeah. I don't care. I remember getting a preview, and I'm like, this doesn't look very yeah, good. Yeah, I was like, this looks like an old game. The graphics aren't very good. Mm-hmm. Who cares? And this gameplay seems kind of simplistic. It just seems like shooting, and who cares? And then when mm-hmm. you actually sit down and... Who cares? And, like, dive into it, and you're like, oh, every decision I make is super important. And how I react to everything that happens actually matters. Mm-hmm. Whereas every other game is you know spray and pray like on some level it does boil down to like it doesn't really matter what i choose like i'm just going to shoot bad guys mm-hmm. hope i but accidentally let, get a headshot but left for dead is like oh you made the wrong sir. you made the wrong choice sir uh <laughs> you you fought when you should have ran you ran when you should have fought like there's all kinds of like moment to moment decisions and then like when you get into Did like you the, teabag the witch the extreme difficulties it's like every single step you take you're just like jesus christ and you're all on headsets you're all talking together live and and that was such a 2008 specific experience of like a year before that that seemed like such a far off like really all four at the same time playing the same game and it's seamless and nobody's like got a weird lag and we'll have the exact same machine running on the same parameters it's not some weird computer thing where yep it, it like all the and then you flash forward a few years after that and after that it's mass effect 3 multiplayer where every night for weeks mm-hmm. on end like this is so much fucking fun. I think as a side question of the week, I would like to be, what color is your Xbox 360 microphone foam cover? <laughs> because mine is an odd shade of green after all this now, what time. what was it originally and what is it It was now? gray, but like I've seen yellow, I've yeah. seen green. Like, uh, what color is your Xbox? What color is a glad Let bag? us know at lasertimepodcast.com uh. slash forums. <laughs> well, mostly let us know about which game is emblematic to you is at lasertimepodcast.com slash forums. Again, whoever starts the thread reposting the question and answering it gets red 
first on next week's show, or you can answer in the comments underneath episode 139 on com. We're going to go out with a quick round of plugs. Chris Waters, you're the guest. Please begin. Y'all, there is an awesome gift you can get for anyone in your life who loves video games or people in your life who you want to express to them how much you love video games. And it's called The Gamer's Bucket List. It's a book authored by myself. It's 50 of the greatest games ever made, lovingly described in like a heartfelt and humorous way. It's got pictures in it. It's it's just such a, a fun little book. You can pre-order it on Amazon now. Digital editions are coming later, so stay tuned to my Twitter, C-T-W-A-T-T-E-R-S, for more information on that. But I really think... Y'all would, would enjoy it, and so would your loved ones. Ooh, great Hanukkah present, by the way. Absolutely. Stuff it right in that candle. <laughs> That's how it works, I right? had no idea. I'm looking into it this year. Okay. A Hanukkah, a cartoon Hanukkah. Right. <laughs> uh, VGEmpire.com, video game music podcast. Uh, I've been going on for four years now. Uh, we just did a spiral episode mm-hmm. for some reason. Uh, but we covered Spyro 1, 2, and 3, and I found discovered a lot of fun stuff in there. But uh, we just also came off of our uh, annual Rocktober, Rock-tober. where we, we do weekly episodes instead of the usual bi-weekly, where we covered uh, Mega Man 1 through 6, and then mm-hmm. on to 7, 8, 9, and 10. Uh, just a classic Mega Man series. Uh, but check out the website itself for all the episodes, iTunes, Twitter, uh, VGEmpire.com. And Laser Time just celebrated its 200th episode. <laughs> what a wow. milestone. Uh, it, like Damn, The dude. thing I wanted to do was to it fell through, so what we did was we streamed it live and took questions from the audience live on the air. Um, it was really fun. Uh, it's kind of insightful. It, does, it strays from the topic-centric um, Laser Times of every, 199 your. Uh, but it's fun. Go 200th episode. Check it out. LaserTimePodcast.com. And also check out Talking Simpsons. It's new on iTunes, so feel free to rate it and review it or whatever. It would really help us out in this uh, launch period. I'd also like to plug, uh, we did a, I put together a, a Twisted Metal 2 ending oh theater. Oh my god, that's so fun. Twisted Metal 2, Twisted Metal 2 ending theaters on YouTube and it's on the main site, LazyTimePodcast.com. Uh, mm-hmm. Where, like, Twisted Metal 2 was near and dear to my heart, played 1 2 a lot, like, especially 2, but uh, the endings were like motion comic mid 90s greatness, and uh, they all have these, like, bad <laughs> t- bad Twilight Zone. Calypso! Oh, you wanted to eat all the donuts in the world, did you? And things like that, where then, like, and now your car's in outer space. You want like, everyone to know your face? I will yes. stretch your face across oh, the heavens! Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and that's that's the fun stuff, because uh, not everyone there was familiar with all the endings. So uh, we, got, we did two, and three is coming soon, so uh, we'll get that up soon as well. All right. Well, as always, you can follow us on Twitter at VG Apocalypse or follow me personally at Wikiparas. We've been Vigigame Apocalypse. Thanks for listening, everybody. See you next week. I, I could never use that word until I had to go through reconnaissance with a bunch of gay guys. Say it, motherfucker. Say it. Because they'd said um, it all the time, and I, I said finally, like, I... Reconnaissance? Or, uh, Recognizance? Reprogramming. Because it, it was just oh. one of those things that, like, it wasn't just that it was, like, I thought it was nasty. It's just, like, that's Florida fighting words. Yeah. Like, once the, that word is thrown down, it's like the, the glove has been pulled off the hand and slapped someone in the face. Mm. Uh, so it's just something I didn't say, and then I just get into these gay clubs, and you're just like, God damn it! Like I haven't heard, I haven't heard this in the South this much.
And it, well, gay dudes can use it. I know, I know. And he's like, and then you, and I'm like, what? And then somebody noticed I had a problem with it. Matty, his name was a nice, uh, slender man with a crystal meth problem. Uh, <laughs> Too many of those albums. <laughs> He just put me on like you got it. You got to you got to say it. Take it back. Take it back. I know you don't mean it. Say it right now. And yes, that that's the end of that story. Because I perfect I, secret sound. No, what? God damn it! <laughs> no. I'm running for office. 